I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendes. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I can see Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Dale. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, uh, how are you guys? Good, man. What's up? Yeah, hey, uh, I was just calling to see if you guys can play uh, Password. You haven't played that in a while. You know, it's so funny. I was just thinking about that last night. Really? Yeah. yeah I was trying to figure uh, out the last time we played the game Password. It was and probably like sometime in 2018. <laughs> I don't think even so? remember how to play Password. You don't? No. How did we do that? Uh, Maury gets a word and he has to, um, without using the word, kind of describe it to Mocha. So Mocha, I guess it's a password. Like, for example, if you gave me a piece oh, of paper and the clue right. was house, I would right. then look at Mocha and be like, you know, you live in this. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we can probably put password together for you. That won't take that long. Awesome. And the, the best thing is it, it goes along with the social distancing. So, you know, then it won't be a problem. Oh, thank sure you for thinking not. of our safety, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's been looking, forever. Yeah, looking right. forward to it. All right, yeah. buddy. Okay, cool. Give yeah, us a couple I, minutes, okay? Cheers. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz, are you ready? I am ready. Damn it, Maury, are you ready? Hell yeah. Live from the Roz and Mocha Studios <laughs> in the greatest city in the world, it's time to play Password. All right. And here to introduce you to today's contestants, your host, Roz Weston. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Why are you going to pass away? We need two contestants for this game. That's so true. Uh, contestant number one, uh, Mocha Frat, returning yet again. Hello. Still, so glad to be here. Still looking for the right clue to move on. And uh, damn it, Maury, welcome again. Thank you, you for having well. me back. How this works? It, <laughs> how this works is uh, very much like password, where um, one contestant will have a word in front of them. They will try and describe that word to their partner without using the actual word. That being you. Uh, once your partner gets one right, we will switch places, and then they will get to describe a word to you. Now we've been playing this game. It's very interesting. If this is the first time you've ever hearing it. We've been playing this game since 2015. Yes. It is still Maury's turn. <laughs> okay. Maury's turn, apparently. Does that make me is, really good at no, this? No, because you've oh. never given Mocha a clue that he actually got. Yeah. Oh, right. At okay. All. At all. Uh, so, uh, gentlemen, are you ready? Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so, for everybody listening at home... They can't hear me right now, so I will tell you guys the password while I turn down their headphones, okay? The password is drawer, like a chest of drawers, drawer. 
Okay, Maury. So again, uh, Maury, you have a word in front of you. Mm -hmm. Please describe what that is without actually saying the word. Mocha, do your best to try and guess. Okay. Okay, so it's like a person. They might use a pencil. They might oh, use uh, like, doctor. like pastels. Um, uh, a painter. They, a painter. They, they might, uh, you know, they have a, a vision in their mind, and then they they put it onto oh, something. Uh, uh, um, a magician. They bring no. these images to life oh, with I, different uh, utensils. Oh, utensils. Um, yeah. oh, wow! 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 Wow. A painter? No. No. Not a doctor? No, no. Maury, oh. what's the word in front of you? Drawer. Nope. The word is drawer. Bro! <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Shem's dying in the other room right now. Come on, man! <laughs> How did you not get that? I, I said oh. pastels. Okay, <sighs> no more. The word's drawer. Oh. Okay, Maury, still your turn. Mocha, how many seconds are on the clock? 20 seconds. We will get to that in just one second. For everybody listening at home, I will turn down your headphones. The password is chronic. The password is chronic. All right, and go. Okay, I think like you, you smoke it. Marijuana. Um, maybe maybe it gets you high. Um, like I think Snoop is a fan. You know. Yeah, weed. <laughs> you you breathe it in. Bro, weed, um, man, weed. You know, it's <laughs> like it's you're not talking you, like you get high from it. Okay, um, hold on, stop. No, 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 just you stop. The word was chronic. <laughs> Chronic. Come on, dude. Chronic. Maybe I was looking for more a like reoccurring pain. Something that keeps happening. Something that is uncomfortable and painful that keep you you're constantly over and over again afflicted with chronic. Yeah, like this game is chronic for me right now. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, next word, please. Okay. I'm starting to really not like this game. Okay, let me turn your headphones down for everybody at home. The password is facetious. The password is facetious. All right. Uh, 20 seconds on the clock. Maury and go. Okay, so I, I think it's like a cleansing process. You think? Um, something that you would use oh, like a take cold a or a hot beverage. And it's like Average. you oh, would yeah, use yeah, it on yeah. these two parts of your body as like an exfoliant. What? what? Um, you kind of like face dangle wash? it in front of your face. Dangle like a oh 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 oh! One of those like shower um the shower puff things like that like to clean no. your body. Maury, read the word on the page. Face a touche. Face a touche. What about facetious? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it was what you clean your face and your tush with. Face the dude. No, the word was facetious. Oh my god, dude. Come on. Like, do you know words? <laughs> I know I now know what face a touche is. <laughs> okay, uh, final word here. Oh uh, gentlemen, I will god. turn down your headphones and talk to the audience now. The password is Diva Cup. The password is 
a diva cup. All right, uh, 20 seconds on the clock. Maury, and go! Oh my God, I wish I had one of these. Okay, like what my, Mariah would drink from. Madonna might use this. Oh, a it's cup. Like, oh, a chalice, it's, a chalice. It's, it's bedazzled. Um, you know, it's it's. you yeah, have to gl- be a special um, kind of person to use this. I, I, totally me. It's, it's a chalice. And, you know, it's, it's. Um, a I cup, guess it would a be mug, somewhat a mug. kind of shiny. Oh, uh, okay, uh, Maury, what's on the page? Diva cup. Correct. Do you know what a diva cup is? No. It's interesting because I had this conversation yesterday. More, a diva cup, it's a menstrual cup. It's an alternative to tampons. They're reusable, better for the environment. So Mariah we talk, we talk a ton about this. diva cups in my house. There's a giant billboard on the highway that's been there for two for years. The diva cup? Yes. It's, it's, a, it's not a fancy cup. The dazzle that, thing that no. you drink from? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I guess that's how you play Password. So uh, next time we uh, revisit Password, unfortunately, Maury, it will still be your turn. Yes. <laughs> Since 2015, it's been Maury's turn. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What up? How are you, man? Look at you. You got some color, huh? Oh, You're outside yeah. with no... Does your does, does, uh, Jenna force... Uh, Sunscreen on you, like she Catherine does. does on me. Oh no, she doesn't. No. Catherine, just, Catherine will squirt it from the deck and try really? and hit me with it. <laughs> <laughs> She'll put it on the ground. If she sees me fifteen feet away, she puts a tube of sunscreen on the ground and stomps on it like it's a rocket launcher. No, I. Uh, it's automatic. Like I go outside and I'm yeah, like, okay, I gotta. Yeah. I do too. I just sunscreen on. I just forget, right? I know. And I and I, if I like. If I was against it, like if I forgot to do sunscreen, and then Catherine's like, "Do you have sunscreen on?" If I was, if I was like, no, I don't need it. Get out of here with that. Then I could understand her getting mad, right? Mm-hmm. But she gets mad that I forget and then immediately run inside and put it on. Yeah, it's as if I'm like anti sunscreen. I used to be anti sunscreen. Yeah, I know you did. So did I. I used to use Crisco. Did you? Yeah, I used to use um, vegetable oil. No, not uh, it wasn't oil. Hawaiian Tropic. Was it maybe that or... Oh, tro- like a Tropicana. Yeah, like Hawaii. a spray, oh, like a... Yeah. Tropicana's yeah. orange juice. Yeah. It smells like coconuts and everything? Yeah. Oh. What's that stuff called? That stuff smells Hawaiian so Tropic. good. Yeah. Is it Hawaiian Tropic? Yes. The brown, and it was a brown bottle, yeah. Too, yeah, right? Yeah, that's the same one. Like, I just and you that, just... Bro, I used to spray that everywhere. It was such great marketing, too, because everything else in that world was all super colorful and made it look beachy and everything else, and then they just came out with like a deep brown bottle, because yeah. when you walk through the store, you're like, that's what I want to look like. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I yeah, need yeah. that crispiness. No, yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing got you dark enough, though. No, I know it was. It was t- that stuff was like God. It's so bad for you. Yeah, I know. So bad My for you. Shoulder is all that's burnt. I didn't put anything on. Why was- were you wearing a tank top in a pool this weekend? Because if I didn't wear a tank top, I couldn't post any pictures. Why? Who yeah. made you swim in a yeah. tank top? Can I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> Jenna, Jenna asked, she was like, does Matthew really, does Maury's husband, Matthew, yeah. really run his life that much that he's even in a swimming pool on a 35, 36 degree weather day? Yeah. yeah. Really make him wear a shirt. What did you say? Pool. I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And now, here's the receipts. Yeah. yeah. So if you're if you don't fully understand, uh, Maury's husband Matthew, as we know, runs his life. And for the joke has always been, you know, you get to a certain age and men start swimming in t-shirts. But Maury actually <laughs> swims in a t-shirt. Like you, were, I was shocked yesterday because I know that we goof on it a lot, right? Like we really do. But I, I was shocked. Lie. I shocked. I saw a picture. But the thing is, is that. You guys are at your father's place. Like it's not even you're at like you're at a resort or a public pool. Like you're at your dad's house. And the picture was 
Um, Matthew with no shirt, the dog with no shirt, uh, but you submerged in the pool in a tank top, and all you see are the straps that are going over your shoulders, yeah. like you're wearing some sort of weirdo harness. So at one point, did like you, you try like you, to take baby the yarn. Did no, you try to take the tank top off? And then no, you said, I, I just I knew that if we were gonna have a good day, I'll just leave the tank top on. It's fine because I'm like, I, it's and my dog's first time in the pool. I want to take pictures because it's gonna be great photos. So I might as well just wear the damn tank top so but that why, I, can, I would if I wore a tank top in the pool for pictures <laughs> like that why not submerge so it's just your head sticking out so we couldn't see that you're wearing a tank top because I completely forgot I was in a tank top right now when you get out of the pool and you're in a wet tank top <laughs> at what point you. at what point do you take the tank top off but the thing is when you sort of have to adjust the tank top because it's all scrunched up I know it, it that, comes that, off. That, that belly button divot looks like you got <laughs> shot <laughs> but you peel off the fabric like it's stuck to you. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's not good. It's like you've been cling wrapped, <laughs> yes. right? So did he have to tell you before you got in the pool or was it like on the drive up to your dad's place? Oh, the tank top was um on my knapsack. Like, here you go. Like, right. I mean, he, There's no words exchanged. Right. He didn't just, give you a go. t-shirt because, you know, it's summer, right? And he wants you to be comfortable. He's like, <laughs> no. wear this, don't embarrass me. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Don't embarrass <laughs> me in front of your dad. Yeah. That's super <laughs> weird. You might as well just say that you're super gross, right, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Damn it, Maury, come on in here for a second, my love. Question. For you and for Mocha. They asked this, uh, they asked an expert. Oh, I'm glad I'm here. Through published research on uh, Cora. You ever go to that website, Cora, where people just ask questions and other people answer it? No. No? It's a weird one. You get a lot of a lot of weirdos on there. Like there's regular questions. Yeah, any question. Like you can tie you, your shoes yeah, or something. You ask any question. Yeah, and then somebody's going to answer it on there. Like uh, the proper but the question way to boil is, an egg? how much time do you spend? Will the average person spend in their life? How much time will you spend farting? <laughs> I literally it's so funny you asked that. I just did in the other room. Let's say that the let's say we're all living to 81. Okay. okay? How much time are you spending? First of all, do you want to take a guess at what they say according to research as far as how many times if you live to 81 you will fart in your life? You want to take a guess on that? Well, it's got to be in the thousands, for sure. Oh, way more than that because if you think about how much how many Like in the times, millions? Well, how many times do you fart in a day? Like at least 20. I don't know, man. Some days I go I can go a day without farting. Yeah. It's and impossible. then like another day, no it's not. And then, like, I can go another day and, like, just light the place up. Like no, but you yes. fart when you don't even know you're farting in your sleep. It happens all the time. Like, we're not only counting the farts you know. But how do you count? How you have to you quantify count. how many times you fart when you're sleeping. You don't know that. No, but that's why they're... they're it's so that's like, why there's re- we've done research. Let's just say you fart in your sleep. Hold on. No. So they <laughs> ask people, you think, hey, we want to... Monitor your farts while you sleep. Yeah, I okay. They, so I'm they've done say, a lot. Of, they've done. A, they, they got to think of the amount of years of research where they've done on sort of you know, uh, you know, gastral intestinal research and all of this stuff. Like the numbers for farts are there. They just so had to, they the just had to compile the right years. data. It's not that they specifically set out okay, to 1. find one point two million. One point two million. Maury, what are you saying? I am going to say. 
3.78 million. Wow. Okay, just so you both know, the number is 517,000. Oh, that's it? Yes. (laughs) Maury coming in big with 3.8 million. (laughs) So they say uh, the average person who lives to 81 farts 517,387.5 times in their lifetime. What does the 0.5 fart sound like? It's like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they say that the average fart lasts around one second. Uh-huh. So that would be depends on what you had for dinner. That would be eight thousand six hundred and twenty-three minutes of farting. Oh my god, that's a lot of time. That's okay, so for a total of in your lifetime, you will spend one hundred and forty-three point seven one nine hours. Holy that translates to roughly <laughs> six full days of your entire life are <laughs> just spent farting six can you imagine days can you imagine if it was all in no. six days in a row six full days of your life gross. you spend and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you hello veronique it's Roz and mocha hi guys how you doing girl i'm good how are you guys good 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 so all right you wrote us this uh Roz and mocha fix my life how do i get my mom back in the dating scene uh, she's been divorced from my dad since 2007 and single since 2014. Uh, she's gotten her life together since and is definitely ready for a man in her life, although she believes in fate and won't join dating sites and doesn't go out to put herself out there. And she always says, when the time is right, the right man will come up. Uh, but realistically, uh, it won't be someone from work or from the real world since she doesn't go out. How can I help her find the person Perfect man. She's forty. She's a forty-seven-year-old Quebecois and hot AF. Damn. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you uh, talked to your mom about this? Um, I do it like every so often, just to like hint at her that you know, like it's time. Because at the same time, like she's home and by herself most of the time. So like, I want her to put herself out there because I feel terrible when you know I. Like, I leave to go hang out with my boyfriend or my friends, and then she's home, like, bored out of her mind. So I'm like, yeah. Does she want to, though? Does she really, really want to? Do you think she's ready? I think she's ready. I think she just doesn't know how to put herself out there. Or has she she said to you that she's ready? Yes. Oh, okay. definitely. So I think that a couple of things, one, I think that you sound like a great kid. Uh, you still live at home, correct? I do, but I'm ready to move out now. Like as soon as this COVID is over and yeah. Um, so as part of this, maybe you are trying to help your mom find someone so that once you're gone, she still has somebody in her life. Yeah. And like yeah. to help her provide because I cook and clean and I don't want, like she kind of relies on me for that. And I want someone to help her out around the house as well too. Yeah. that. So I think a lot of this is coming from you is a place of your own I don't want to say guilt in like a negative way but like you do yeah. you 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 are hesitant to leave your mom alone because it's going to break your heart and yeah, you, you want you you are pushing her into the dating world to sort of find that companionship that will maybe replace a little bit of what you provide right right yeah completely that, and that's a hard place to start this from mm. um because it's a lot about you and 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 a little bit about her and if she is sort of ready to date, but she's only comfortable with fate, 
then I don't know what you do. So does she have not interest, no interest at all in apps or the sort of new world of dating? No, definitely not. Why not? I think she just thinks it's like weirdos that are on there. But I think for her, it's just not real. Like, you know, she's old school. And I think for her, it's like bumping into someone at the grocery store. But because of COVID, she's not going out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that you can you know, persuade her to use it. I I think that you could sit down and say, why don't you just look through this with me? Right. And then, and and we'll see, and we'll see what's out there. I think that though, what you need to stress with your mom is two things. Okay. Um, You know, when it comes to dating one, this is about her. She's not looking for a new dad for you. Okay, this is this is all about companionship for her. So she doesn't have to go into this looking for somebody who is also going to provide for you. This is 100 percent about her own well-being and happiness. That's priority number one. The other the other thing she can do is I think that you have to tell her that it's okay to sort of have secret boyfriends. Okay. Yeah. Um, And that she can do a lot of this. She can go on dates. She can meet guys. She can whatever. And it's okay that she does not introduce them to you because I think that part of all of this, when somebody gets back into the dating world, is it's it it happens too soon, and that they are introduced to other family and their grown children uh, too soon. And I think that she needs to, you know, have intimacy and companionship and fun without jumping the gun and putting everybody in your family in a position to start playing family. And I think that you need to articulate that to her, that you are okay not being a part of this. And she needs to go into things with knowing what she wants as an outcome. I don't think it's going to be a good thing for your mom to just sort of play around on Tinder and use it like a toy. I think that she needs to, if somebody is not, if their intentions don't align with your mom's intentions, I think that she should pass on whoever that person is. Yeah. Okay, so basically you guys are saying the most, like, the best option would be the dating app. Like, well, yeah, I, why, I don't, don't you, why don't you and your sister and your mom get together on the weekend yeah. and make a night of it where you just crack open, you know, a bottle of wine and yeah. you guys sit there and on your phone or on your sister's phone or whoever, like, just start scrolling through the apps and show your mom, like, how they work. Yeah. Uh, but just show her this kind of, like, new way, new world of how people are meeting and how some relationships are actually successful from this new way people are meeting. Right. No, that actually sounds like a fun night. Right? Keep it like suggested. super casual. Yeah. Is, she oppo- yeah. is she opposed to like joining clubs and stuff like that too? Like, does she just not want to be proactive in this world at all? I don't know. I guess we've never really even looked at the option of joining a club. Cause I, I just, I just worry that if your mom is, you know, 47 and French and hot AF, um, she's going to be a lot of people's fetish on right. Tinder. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. And I obviously as her daughter, I don't want her being right. taken advantage of. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, for sure. So do your, fr- like when you have like boyfriends and stuff like that, like, do they ever make comments about your mom? Yeah. Oh my God. I was like through high school, all the guys always asked about my mom and cause my mom was also really involved in like the school system. So they loved when she would come over, like oh, come into I school. They did. So I, I got, they did. yeah, yeah, you poor so definitely got teased about uh, my mom. Oh, uh, you poor thing. Oh, That's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on the Roz and Mocha show today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I've uh, honestly been listening since I was in middle school and I'm almost done my uh, last year of nursing. So Wow. Well, congratulations yes. on that. That's amazing. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? So I love the both of you, but 
Roz, definitely. Oh, definitely. So I just, I was scrolling through your Instagram this morning. Like yeah. I just woke up like 30 minutes ago and I love your makeup tutorial. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you, can have, you can have that W, no problem. <laughs> I'm not going to argue this one. It's very lovely. <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. You want to see Dan and Maury freak out right now? Yeah. Girl, I don't dance, I work. I don't play, I slay. I don't walk, I strut, strut. And then I sashay. Uh, what you're hearing is, uh, is Todrick Hall. And I was introduced to Todrick Hall by Dan and Maury. Because him and his uh, husband, Dan and Matthew, are huge fans of this guy. Yo, I like this guy a lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. His music's really, really good. What's his story, more? So he auditioned for American Idol back in 2009. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And since but then... like with this kind of stuff or not this kind of stuff? He was like going in and... No, he sort of... He did like... I guess covers of things and then I guess he realized like during that he started doing his original stuff and then realized he has this really awesome talent to do really amazing dance songs right, right like right, anthems right. and then he started working with Taylor Swift he directed and starred in one of her videos and he mm. has his own music that is really really great stuff like he's got a COVID song called Mask Glove Soaps Scrubs <laughs> Mask Glove Soap Scrubs Tick Tock Grub Hub Twings Jocks Bears Cubs Zoom is the new Club six feet, no hugs, still beat these mugs. Sick beat, cut a rug. Joe Exotic is a thug. Kitty cat cat, tell me Carol Baskin. Where is the husband? Everyone's asking. Stimulus check, everybody better cash in masking. You know what I appreciate about a guy like Todrick Hall is that he found his lane and he's sticking to it. Yeah. You know, all the songs sound very similar. When he played in Toronto, the place was sold out. It was packed. Oh, yeah, of course. People want to dance, man. I wish Todrick Hall was a lot... Not to disrespect his talent, yeah. but I think he has more than enough talent to be on the level of a Lizzo or Doja Cat or Katy Perry yeah. in the kind of world that we live in where we're playing these songs on the radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wish I wish more of his songs uh, well, were being treated that yeah. way. He's the cover, like the, on the cover of the new Billboard magazine huh. uh, for the Pride issue. And uh, Maury was like super excited because he got to Zoom chat with him the oh, other day, right? Him. Yeah. When I say black, gay in America, what does that mean to you today? It means uh, progress in some ways. It means more representation, more visibility, but it also means misunderstood. Um, I, I think that misunderstood is the first thing uh, that comes to mind. Like, uh, it is a dangerous place for a gay black man, especially a a part of the queer community just in general. If you are an African-American trans woman, it is a very dangerous place for you to be right now. And so in some ways you have to wake up and if you want to look at through an optimistic view and see the glass half full, it feels like it is becoming more and more safe with representation like Karamo and RuPaul uh, and movies like Moonlight and also Billy Porter slaying the game in the runways and the Emmy Award shows the way he is. But on that same token, every night that someone is getting a step forward we're taking a step backwards because our people are being killed and our people are being beat up and hate crimes are still a, a thing. Even though right now we're fighting for bigger issues, there are people who are still becoming victims of hate crimes every day. So that's the world that we live in. And um, um, I choose to try to be optimistic as much as I possibly can be. So it. was he supposed to be here for Pride? Is that the deal? 
Not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, how was, uh, were you like super nervous talking to him? I have never been this nervous in a long time for an interview because of who he Anthony? is. Anthony? Okay, I haven't been in this nervous <laughs> since Anthony. Because of who Todd Channing Tatum? Okay. I was very nervous. <laughs> very, very nervous. Because I didn't want to screw it up. Yeah. I didn't uh, want to screw it up. I worked so hard on getting this guy and he's and he's and he's really outspoken and really uh, good at, at his at what he has to say. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't want to mess it up. Yeah. So uh where if people want to learn more about Todrick Hall or they uh they want to check the, the, the full, full interview, interview yeah. is on all of the KISS socials, Instagram, Facebook, and uh Twitter, everywhere. All right, perfect. Thank you, Dan Mori. At KISS925 is where you can find that. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, ja Rule is getting clowned on. I was literally, ja, like, that was just coming out of my mouth. So what is this? Explain this thing to well, me. Hold on. I see now, Ja Rule trending. Now, he's trending for two reasons. Oh, okay. Because he posted a video yesterday on IG of him performing in, it looks like somebody's condo, right? <laughs> and there's like maybe 15 people there. And the caption reads... Thanks for all the love. If you want an exclusive experience such as this one, book me on, and then he's got a link to this website. It says, safe personal performances. FYI, I'm not cheap, LMAO. Link in bio. Hashtag chess, not checkers. <laughs> Maury, can you find out how much it is to have Jaw Rule play in my living room for me? It's 5,500 bucks. Is it? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. That's what, that's what it read. Really? Because so, I was scrolling through the comments to see what people are saying, right? Yeah. And, can uh, I? T- can I? T- somebody said fifty five hundred bucks. The first thing I'm going to do when COVID is over and the borders are open uh-huh. is I'm booking Ja Rule. I'll uh-huh. even pay for his flight. Wow, premium economy, not first class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. It, I'm going to book him. I'm going to get him to come to my house. Yeah, he's going to do a show in my living room, and I'm going to film the whole thing. And all it's going to be is me alone, just sitting on the couch watching it. <laughs> <laughs> having having a tea and I don't even drink oh, tea. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I just gotta sit and stare that would at be, him. Bro, yeah. that would be so weird. <laughs> and I'm gonna film the whole thing. <laughs> so the other reason why Ja Rule uh, was trending, yeah, is because he was like in this commercial where he's half assing it for a Greek restaurant. I think it's in California. Yeah, yeah. It's California, right? Yeah, yeah, In yeah, LA. LA yeah. This Greek restaurant in, in LA and he's trying and he's just like reading everything off of his phone. And it's like a he, green screen, right? It's a Where green screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are clowning on his socks that he's wearing because you can see his socks and he's trying to read like some of the menu items. Okay. Right? And he's just getting everything wrong. <laughs> just everything. It make you want to Show them what you working with, Papa. Show them how you do it. Hey, Papa. Hey, where are you? Papa Fisher, are you here? Papa, Papa, Papa Fisher, are you here? Come on down to Papa Grisco, 2771 West Boulevard, Pico. Or 
You can call right now and get it delivered. Poppy Christos. Ooh, make you want to do the dance. So that's Ja Rule doing an ad that oh, appeared on Twitter for on. a Greek restaurant in LA. And he got like he got the address, the, the street name wrong and everything. Man, he's got some bills, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. When you're doing condo shows for fifty five hundred bucks and then selling Tzatziki on a green screen. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I am all for doing what you got to do, man. I got a lot of respect for people who do what you got to do. But for somebody like Ja Rule, you just get the sense that he put himself in this position, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The baby has a name, Roz. Which baby? Uh, the baby giraffe at the Toronto Zoo. Oh, yeah. So uh, this was, they were doing a contest, right? Yeah. And they had a list of uh, of all these names. Okay. And uh, they allowed the public to go online and start voting. And then they announced the name yesterday. I missed it because, ever, like everybody else, I was just outside enjoying the weather. But uh... CEO of the Toronto Zoo joins us right now, Dolph DeYoung. Welcome back to the Razamoka Show. Thank you so much for having me. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great. So, so Baby Long Legs has an official name, huh? She sure does. Twenty thousand votes later, we have Amani in his bag. Uh, which now, which which what is that mean? Because I know we went through them. Amani means yeah. peace, and that was the one that I said was my favorite really? name. Really? Yeah. Okay. And so what's is, so? Is there two names or just one name? There's two names. Um, the Amani is the Swahili name for peace, as as uh, Mocha highlighted. And in his bag, she's this absolutely incredible giraffe researcher. She's 87 years old and in the 50s she actually went to South Africa to learn more about giraffes. Uh, didn't ever put her first name down so people didn't know she was a woman and is like our very own uh, Jane Goodall, Diane Fossey, but no one knows about her. An Order uh, of Canada recipient. There you go. I like that. Uh, was there a close second? Uh, not really. No, uh, the public huh? really got behind this. Do you think it's because it was one of the shorter names and the easier ones to pronounce? <laughs> yeah, we've, we've talked a lot about it, whether whether it was that simplicity. And, and the irony is Anne and the Stag now and Amani and the Stag have the same initials as well, which is a, a really cool coincidence. Aww. And I saw the photo that was posted uh, of it looks like a blanket that reads Amani on it. And then, like, these cute little booties. But, like, for real, you're not putting them booties on the drive, right? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'll be a pretty tough time to get her to get all four on. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how's everything going at the zoo right now? You know what? The scenic safari has been amazing. We're really uh, excited. We're hoping to hear about announcements today as far as Toronto moving to the next level and we can start hosting members back. Uh, so we, we'd like to think we're getting close. Everybody's doing their part to flatten the curve, and uh, we can't wait to get guests back. Yeah, but the, the, the drive-through has been such a hit. I see videos all the time online of people, of families with this experience. It's been great. Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing about a 1,000 vehicles a day, and people are just so eager to get out, to reconnect with their zoo, to, mm. to be in nature safely. And, uh, yeah, we, we've been blown away by the community support. How, how ready are you in, in the sense that if they say you can if, – if they make the announcement today and – and they say by Friday, all of these these things can open. Are you ready to go by Friday? Or like how much time do you need when they say go? We, we would love a, a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, but if, if we only have a week, uh, we'll, we'll take some steps to get uh, things in place for our members and hope to have the general public back. Uh, soon after that. Okay. Amazing. CEO of the Toronto Zoo, Dolph DeYoung. Always a pleasure chatting with you on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you, sir. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Lethbridge, Kiss 1077. 
on yeah. Lethbridge. Uh, welcome to Raza Mocha Show this yes. summer. So hello to everybody in Lethbridge. Hello to everyone at Kiss 1027 in Kingston, Kiss 1053 in Ottawa, Kiss Radio in Vancouver, and Kiss 917 in Edmonton, who are all part of the Raza Mocha Show family. And of course, Kiss 925 in Toronto. See? Where we do the show from. Um, has anyone figured out yet where and how people in New York City, Boston, Chicago, and L.A. are getting fireworks. So the, yes. There, well, there's because every night. Okay, there's conspiracies. Let's do the conspiracies okay, first. Because if you don't know, every single night in New York, Boston, Chicago, and L.A., oh my fireworks God. All have up been California. going off yeah. like crazy. Like professional, high-grade, very expensive fireworks. They and look nice. With like, the unemployment rates that they have, I don't know where these people are getting the money to buy fireworks. But the conspiracy is that it's the government and or the police that are using the fireworks to disrupt, to keep people up at night. To what? Yes. No. Yes. To keep them up at night? Yes, to, to, to disrupt people's lives, to keep them up at night, to cause well, anxiety, to, to cause anything else. For what? <sighs> That's Various a reasons. It's, it is a nuisance, but yes, it, ang- nice. it angers people. Okay. What do we ever do to you? Okay, so then... I'm trying to be safe indoors. Yeah, and also you have to understand that in places like New York City, it's like even getting fireworks into New York City, you can't buy fireworks in New York City and Manhattan, right? Uh-huh. Like you can't do it. You can't transport that stuff across bridges. Too it's dangerous. Illegal. It's illegal. And um, so you have to start looking at where these people are getting the fireworks. And then I started reading stories where somebody saw somebody lighting off fireworks uh-huh. and they asked them where they got them. And their answer was, I don't know, somebody just handed them to us. Okay? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> but also believable. Then you have the conspiracies of all these fireworks going off and people say that the next day they walk through their neighborhoods and there's no fireworks debris anywhere. <laughs> there, there's, no, there's no little, like the little brown tubes falling uh-huh. from the sky. Nothing, cool. nothing Who's like that. Who's cleaning up after okay. off fireworks? I'm just saying. Who? Tell me. Okay, but then you get to the sort of, you know, reality behind everything and that is... We are like a week away, week and a bit away from the 4th of July. Uh And all 4th of July activities and gatherings have been canceled. So what you have now are these fireworks stores unloading everything because they're not going to get the payday on 4th of July, which is their biggest payday of the year. So they're letting things go super cheap and people are bored as hell. And then one person starts it, and you know what happens after that. But in places like New York, Boston, Chicago, and L.A. Yes. With the amount of people that they have in each of those cities. Yes. There are cameras everywhere, like on the streets. I'm not talking about residential neighborhoods who have like nest cams and ring cams set up everywhere and security cams set up everywhere. Yes. I'm talking like run by the city. How have none of these cameras caught anyone transporting or using fireworks because it's like it's extremely difficult to do that you could i could stand in the alley between my house and the house next to me and launch a rocket into the air nobody would ever know where it came from it's a firework you don't have to be in open area to do it you just need a little hole to shoot it through shut up No, I'm done with that joke. Okay. I'm, done. I'm done. Don't okay. worry. I'm okay. not saying it no okay. more. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm just saying it's very easy. If you want to be stealthy and light out fireworks, you can do it. 
Now, should you? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Welcome to phase two, Toronto. No, I, wait, hold on now. What? Don't, don't jump the gun. You can go places and do things. Tomorrow. You're going to get people ticketed today, Holmes. <laughs> Well, as of like 12.01, here's yeah. my question, yes. right? Yes, sir. Go. Because bars and restaurants, patios only, okay? Yeah. You can't go in. You can't have a sit-down meal. You can sit down outside. You can still go in and get takeout. Mm-hmm. But my question is, with the liquor laws the way they are, you can sell alcohol until 3 a.m., 2, 2 a.m., yeah. 2, 3 a.m., right? If phase two goes into effect at 12.01, A.M. Can an establishment be open at that time? Yes. And seat people on patios. Yes, thousand percent. Yes, right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you're gonna you're gonna hit up a patio tonight. Obviously, I'm in bed at like ten o'clock every night. (laughs) Sorry, Maury. You just got assigned. Oh man! <laughs> Do you think there'll be lineups? Yeah, it's going to be crazy. I think so. Yeah, yeah it's going to be it's going to be mad, and I, I don't know what they're going to do. There's going to be a lot of people standing around, not singing and dancing, because that's apparently the, still the rule, right? Yeah, yeah from last week. It's so stupid. Uh, so this whole rule with singing and dancing now the patios are going to be open in Toronto. And everybody was all up in arms and goofing on it, and no singing and dancing. I think that that's a rule that should actually stay. No singing and dancing? Yes. Why? Who wants, to, who wants to be on a patio where somebody stands up and starts singing on a patio? First of all, when does that ever happen? Okay. And if they do, everybody collectively rolls their eyes at them. And they're just yeah. like, oh, God, I was sit on down, a patio man. in wine country and sit started down. singing Portuguese music, and it was fantastic. Yeah, and everybody looked at you like, oh, God, sit down. Yeah. Just stop. We're trying to enjoy ourselves here. There's a place for that. You this patio in wine too. country is not. You know that means happy birthday. Done. I can, I'm fine without happy birthday as well. Um, pause on Why? that. Why? On. You can it's- still hum it. <laughs> Humming counts as singing, right? No, no it doesn't. No, I it does not. No, humming is not singing. Happy birthday is such a beautiful song. Yeah, I can't hate on anyone singing or even a group of people singing happy birthday. No, do it. I do it at your own home. To to a friend that they're meeting up with. No, do it at your own home. Hum it if you're in public. <laughs> right. On. Let's just. I, okay. I just need to know what this. Would it sound still like. is beautiful. It still is. Sham, come Sham, in here. Help in us here, out, please. please. I'm not going to be able to hum my way through this. You have it's, the most beautiful voice. <laughs> we're humming. In this room. We're humming. Humming. Okay. Okay. Ready. No words, everybody. First of okay, all, hold so on. Hold on. Just yes. Determine what humming is. What's that? We, everybody knows. Everybody. Knows. Okay. Hold on. on. Let me let me give you our. Uh, I know that we do this with everybody on the phone, but let me give you our our starting note here first, gentlemen. If it is your birthday, by the way, today this. Shout out to you. Happy yeah. birthday. Okay, here we're we go. We're not going to sing it, but we're going to hum yeah, it. We are going to hum may, it. This may take yes. place with some patios. I can't be the only one that, that wants that role to stick around forever. You, you know are. when you're on a patio you having are dinner the only one. and some yeah. a-hole just starts dancing in between the tables? Sit down. Wow. Here we go. Humming. Okay, ready? Lips closed, gentlemen. One, two, three.
<laughs> See? Perfect! <laughs> oh my god. Make a wish. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It was beautiful. I can't wait to celebrate with you again next year. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Drag queen extraordinaire Brooklyn Heights appeared on season 11 of RuPaul's Drag Race. She placed second and became a fan favorite and is now a resident judge on Drag Race Canada, premiering July 2nd on Crave. And with Pride just around the corner, things are obviously going to be a little bit different this year. Uh, Brooklyn Heights, what up? It's Razamoka. Uh, good morning. How are you? Good. Let's go back here. Um, so a year ago... Pride was a very different thing. You're getting ready to go on floats, coming off a drag race, all this stuff. <laughs> Think about how much has changed in just this year. Can you like articulate everything that you've gone through? Oh my god, it's been such a it's been such a crazy year. It really has. I honestly like this last couple of months was the first time in a couple of years I've been able to like stop and think about everything that's happened and it's just been insane. And I mean now Pride is very, very different this year and we're not able to celebrate in the way that we were last year, but that doesn't mean we can't still celebrate and really reflect on what Pride means to us and also take an opportunity to educate ourselves about what Pride is and how it started and and why that's such an important message still in today's world. And what are you doing uh, this year because Pride is so different? How are you connecting with your fans or uh, connecting potentially with new fans and spreading the word? Well, like I just said, I'm, I've been educating myself. I've been watching documentaries. I've been reading books about the Stonewall riots and stuff and uh, just kind of really trying to gain as much knowledge about my, my gay history as I possibly can and how it relates to today. And one thing I've been doing um, to try to kind of connect with people is I've been, um, do you know what cameos are? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I do that. And I've been doing that. And all of June, I have been donating the proceeds from my cameos to different organizations that uplift and empower the black community, um, especially the black LGBTQ community. So I have been uh, doing that. So that's the way I've been connecting with my fans. Um, sending out video messages and donating all the money to a good cause. Uh, you're of the age where you grew up with Pride, I'm assuming. You grew up with Pride as it has the reputation around the world for being the biggest gay party on the planet. And it was very much just a party. Like, that's the way that the world sort of, for a brief mm -hmm. period of time, in like the late 90s through the early 2000s, it was the party. When did you sort of tune into the uh, sort of actual importance and history History of something like the Pride Parade? Honestly, it was <laughs> it was a couple of years ago. Like, yeah. I never really, I didn't really know a lot about Pride. I didn't even know a lot about Stonewall. I just never, no one told me. I never bothered to educate myself. I never really got, like, a gay history lesson, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of realized what it was all about, and I was like, oh, wow, this, what, this started as a riot? What? I just thought it was, like, the Pride Parade that was always kind of there. <laughs> Because I live, I apparently lived in La La Land. Um, we all lived in La La, yeah, La Land. Yeah, we did. That's the thing. Like, I just, I was thinking about this the other day, just thinking about what I was taught in history class and what I knew and what I had no idea about. And I was like, wow. Like, I just, I had no clue. Like, I didn't learn gay history growing up. And then when you become gay, no one sits you down and is like, okay, well, this is what happened. And this mm -hmm. is why it happened. Like, you just, it just doesn't happen that way. And I kind of think it should they should at least i think gay history should at least be taught in schools so mm -hmm. people have an idea about the world we live in now but 
that's just me. Uh, Brooklyn Heights is on the Raza Mocha show right now. Um, talk to us about Drag Race Canada. You've got to be pumped about this. Premiering July 2nd, 9 p.m. on Crave. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> it's been such... It, it's so, it's so, so excited. Um, it's going to be... It's just going to knock your socks off. You're going to have the best time. Uh, it was the most fun I've ever had on a film set. Um, just getting to hang out with everybody getting to watch these contestants grow and compete and claude each other <laughs> all, all of that wonderful stuff was was so so much fun they really did an incredible job and i had so much fun doing it with stacy mckenzie jeffrey boyer chapman and tracy Nalshore. we had the best time together it was really fun uh, do you remember the first time you did drag like walked out of the house oh my god in in drag like yes, i don't I do you do oh my goodness yes i was living um at church in maitland in the village of toronto and um i lived uh just about it was the bar i was going to was literally around the corner it was called cruise and tangos it's still there it's one of the biggest drag bars in toronto mm -hmm. um i believe it was a sunday night and <laughs> i remember exactly what i was wearing i was wearing a pair of like low-rise girls jeans like a a blue zip-up, like, crop-top hoodie. I don't think I had a wig on. Um, I barely had any makeup on, but I had heels on. And to me, back then, I was in drag. And sure. I just remember being so absolutely terrified. But it was also, like, the biggest thrill of my life. Like, I felt this high and this thrill that I had never felt before. And, I mean, it's kind of been going ever since then. <laughs> and when you, when you hear, when you tell a story like that, and maybe on the flip side, you hear somebody's story where it's similar to your own, where they're stepping out for the very first time and they're scared. What is it that you say to them? What kind of advice do you, uh, do you offer up? The first thing I always say to them is I tell them how incredibly brave they are because I know firsthand the bravery it takes to do that. It really does take a lot of pardon the expression balls mm -hmm. to, <laughs> to put on to put on a, a wig and heels and step out of your house like I know very firsthand like I was terrified and it took a lot of bravery for me to even leave my house so I tell them how brave they are and I tell them to just keep going to just do it if it makes them happy and if they're not hurting anybody, then they should continue doing it. So Drag Race Canada, July 2nd, 9 p.m. on Crave, Brooklyn Heights. Uh, thank you very much for joining us on the Razamoga Show. What are people going to be excited about with this season, season one? Um, I just think, A, they're going to be excited that it's Canadian. I, if I know one thing about Canadians, they're excited for anything that also has to do with other Canadians. Mm -hmm. um, so I think they're going to be really excited to see a full season of Canadian queens representing Canada. I mean, we have some really fun challenges. We have, and there's a lot of uh, little Canadian Easter eggs hidden throughout the show. Like, either, well, let's just say there'll be no mistaking that this is Canada's drag race. It's made very clear <laughs> that this is a Canadian version, which I love. Uh, awesome. Again, we can't wait. Uh, Brooklyn Heights, thanks very much for your time. We appreciate it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What is going on? You're making a lot of noise over there. Chill out. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Can I play the intro? Mm. Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You over there with all sorts of nonsense, noise. No, What's no, no. Don't you worry what I'm doing over here. 30 seconds or less. Okay. How 30 seconds or less works. Welcome, everybody. 
is uh, we get a lot of requests. I get a lot of DMs from people with uh, things that they would like to see accomplished in 30 seconds or less. Yeah. Uh, this is, of course, a challenge between Mocha and Dammit Maury. Hello. Hello, gentlemen. Hi. Uh, in the past, we've attempted to snap your fingers. Was it 101 times in 30 seconds or less? That yeah, was the. We both the, failed that one. And you both failed. And you guys got like arm cramps. Like your uh-huh. arms were all like skeleton like yeah. hands. My forearms hurt that day. <laughs> yeah, so failure on that. There was and, a Dr. Zeus one where we had to say all of the words from Green Eggs and Ham. That's correct, yeah. And uh, that was Mocha got that one easily. Yeah. And uh, more you. I'm still working on you that. You failed one. At, uh, at that one. Uh, so by request. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is, can you drink a full glass of full fat cream in 30 seconds or less? That's so gross. And I thought because we're in the middle of summer, I thought because we're in the middle of summer that it would be be refreshing to drink. I'm going to be so bloated. No. 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 And also, I haven't seen a doctor about this, but I'm pretty sure I'm lactose intolerant. (laughs) Well, we we will know definitively after this. Oh, that's so gross. So the, so the question was, could you drink a full glass of 35% cream? 35%? Full fat, yeah. Percent? <laughs> yeah. Where full, do you even buy that? Full fat 35% oh, cream. Oh, no! It doesn't sound refreshing at no. all. No. Okay, so what I'm going to do now is I will pour. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is tick. Dude, oh, that wow. doesn't look right. Oh, it looks wow. like a milkshake. Okay, so there is. Oh, okay. One. Oh man, oh, you had to go to the top. <laughs> uh, I think you'll be able to do this, no problem. To be honest with you, but uh, I well, know it may not seem ideal, <laughs> given that it's forty degrees outside. Dude. And who wants to drink? Yeah. <laughs> This much. Oh, okay, so again. I'm, I'm getting bloated just okay. watching you pour it if in you're, the glass. If you're just joining us, this is a 30 seconds or less. And the request was, uh, can you drink a full glass of full fat cream? This is 35% cream oh. in 30 seconds or less. Uh, Mocha still undecided. And uh, if he is, in fact, lactose intolerant. So hopefully we will get the diagnosis after this and then maybe <laughs> we can get the medication needed. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> okay. You're very, you're very welcome. <laughs> Okay, okay, so uh, I will bring yours around to you, Mocha, if, okay. that, if that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Just leave it on the table over here and I'll reach for yeah. it. Ugh, okay. Okay. Now, Thanks. Now, question. Yeah. Do you want to do this one at a time or do you want to do it together? What's better? I would like to see you do it one at a time if that's oh, really? okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I go first? Yeah. You want to you go first? Just so I can get out of the way? Yeah. Mocha wants to go first. Mario, are you okay with that? Uh, can I go to the bathroom and come back? No. Okay. Why? What okay. do you have to do? Make room? No. And God. So gross. <laughs> and uh, just in case I spill, I am yes. wearing gloves. Okay. Good for one glove. you. Okay. Okay, so uh, Mocha is up first. Uh, Mocha, is, there's 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, anytime you are ready. It really looks like a milkshake. <laughs> yeah, anytime you're ready. This is, uh, again, can you drink a full glass of full fat cream, 35% in 30 seconds or less? Anytime you're ready. 
Oh, look at this. Oh, it's sick. Oh, he's, he's wincing right now. Oh, my God. 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 Yes, I can is the answer. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> the bloat is kicking in already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Wow, Mocha. Yeah. Describe that. Gross. Yeah? Yeah, it was like oh. thick. Like how thick? You know that feeling you get after you drink milk? Your saliva gets thick? Give, it, give me an example of how thick it was because it's not like milk. It was like a thick sauce. <laughs> oh, like an Alfredo? Like, is it like drinking Alfredo? Yeah. yeah? By the way, we're not doing that now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow, Mocha, you crushed it. You crushed it. Uh, damn it, Maura, you are up next. Again, the question is, can you drink a full glass of full-fat cream in 30 seconds or less? Are you uh, ready? Okay. In three, two, one. I wanted to cheer, but that didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm a little gassy too. Wow. I have this weird taste, like this weird feeling in my mouth right now. Wow. Where it just feels like my entire mouth, the inside, and including my tongue, yeah. is coated in like wax. That's wow. what it feels like right oh, now. This wow. tastes like vanilla. Real? You like that, huh? Do you have more? No. Yeah, oh, I do. Man. You want another <laughs> shot? <laughs> okay, put another 30 seconds on the clock. Okay, I'll fill you back up. More we'll go for number two. Hold on. Maury's Seriously? Maury's going for seconds here. All I right, did, let's see if I can I did, beat the record. I did not think that this was going to happen. Okay, yeah. Okay. So hold on. Let me fill you back up here. Okay. I'm telling you, more. this is probably more of whatever is this thing is <laughs> than you need in a month. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'd say a lifetime. A lifetime. Okay, okay Maury. so I'm going to beat the record. What is it, yeah. 30 seconds? Yeah, okay. No, can you drink all of that in 30 seconds or less? Yeah, I'm going to beat all the right, record. here we go. Okay. okay. What oh in my God. the world? You did it. My, I do have heart problems in the family. <laughs> <laughs> Should probably have warned you. You did it twice. Yeah. <laughs> that is like disgusting, right? Oh my god! Uh, I well, don't know if we can be friends anymore. That is thirty seconds or less. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See all this Jimmy Kimmel stuff yesterday. So Kimmel, they've been trying to cancel Kimmel for a while, and whether it was the things that he had done in the past on the on the man show that he did all those years ago. Um, a lot of people forgot, or a lot of people didn't even know about that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. And then he, the blackface video of him where he used to dress up as Carl Malone uh, started resurfacing. And then yesterday, early on, an old parody song that he did for a radio show that he was working for years ago out in L.A., um, where I guess he was parroting Snoop Dogg, where he used the N word four times. So that dropped. And then what wound up happening is there was a Megan Fox clip that dropped. Uh, and everybody has been 
sort of backing Megan Fox because of the way that she was sexualized by Hollywood when she was younger. But this clip that was released was also from a Jimmy Kimmel interview where she tells a story of being 15 on set of a Michael Bay movie and how she was treated and the way Kimmel handles the situation where he laughs and sort of makes a joke about it was another thing added to the pile of why people wanted uh, Kimmel canceled yesterday. I had just turned 15 and I was an extra in Bad Boys 2. Really? And yeah, they were shooting this club scene and they brought me in and uh, I was wearing a stars and stripes bikini and a red cowboy hat and like six inch heels. And uh, he approved it and they said, you know, Michael, um, she's 15, so you can't sit her at the bar and she can't have a drink in her hand. So his solution to that problem was to then have me dancing underneath a waterfall getting soaking wet. And that's... <laughs> Perfectly wholesome. At 15, I was in 10th grade. So that's, <laughs> wow. that's sort of a microcosm of how Bay's mind works. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's really a microcosm of how all our minds work. But uh, some, yeah. some of us have the decency to repress those thoughts right. and pretend that they don't exist. Oh, my God. So that was that clip. And then everybody started going in on Michael Bay uh, because of this. Because the other story was that when she auditioned, the sort of myth of her audition for Transformers was that Michael Bay had her wash his car in a bikini. No. Yeah. So this is what Megan Fox then wrote yesterday about the Transformers uh, story. She said that when she got that part, she wasn't 15. She was 19 or 20. Uh, And then she goes on to talk about the audition process. She says, so as far as this particular audition story, I was not underage at the time and I was not made to, quote, wash or work on someone's cars in a way that was extraneous uh, from the material in the actual script. Uh, Please hear me. When I thank you for your support, she goes on to say, uh, but these specific instances were inconsequential in a long and arduous journey along which I have endured some genuinely harrowing experiences in in this ruthlessly misogynistic industry. There are many names that deserve to be going viral in cancel culture right now, but they are safely stored in the fragmented recesses of my heart. She goes on to say, but when it comes to my direct experiences with Michael Bay and Steven Spielberg for that matter, I was never assaulted or preyed upon in what I felt it was a sexual manner. So here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I uh, just see Jimmy Kimmel's statement. I did. So Kimmel took two months off, so his show's gonna be back in September. And all the sort of oh, I love how every couple of years people just rediscover that the man show existed. Mm-hmm. Right? And he was getting, man, he had fires going all over the place yesterday. So they were first on him for the um, Megan Fox interview that he did where he seemed to make light of uh, sexual exploitation when she was telling the story about when she was 15 working on a Michael Bay movie. Then his old Carl Malone, Jimmy Kimmel's old Carl Malone skits from The Man Show where he's dressed up as Carl Malone in full black makeup. Uh, Then you had... When years even before that, when he was working for a radio station in Los Angeles, he did a audio, like a, a song recording parody of Snoop where he used the N-word four times. So he had a lot going on yesterday. And then there were calls for him to be kicked off the the stage from hosting the Emmys. Right, because they only people, just announced that. People were going after ABC and Disney because they own the show. Like there was a, it was a whole thing. So, so are they going to do it? 
No, so oh. there's been no announcement of of that. Um, but uh, what Kimmel did say was, uh, uh, I did a recurring impression of NBA player Carl Malone in the late '90s. I continue to imperson I continue impersonating uh, Carl on TV. We hired makeup artists to make me look as much like Carl Malone as possible. I never considered that this might be seen as anything other than an imitation of a fellow human being, one that had no more to do with Carl's skin color than it did with his bulging muscles and bald head. I've done dozens of impressions of famous people, including Snoop, Oprah, Eminem, uh, Dick Vitale, and Rosie and many others, and in each case, I thought of them as impersonations of celebrities and nothing more. Looking back, many of these sketches are embarrassing, and it is frustrating that these thoughtless moments have become a weapon used by some to diminish my criticism of social and other injustices. But um, but it's interesting that what he says at the beginning um, of this, because he doesn't use the phrase blackface, he says skin-darkening makeup. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, anyway, so that's that, and I don't know whether that keeps Jimmy Kimmel employed. I don't know whether this gets I, him taken off. My the opinion Emmys. is that he's still going to host the Emmys. He's still going to have that show. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the sort of what the protocol is. I, I don't know how you go from Kevin Hart. Because that's a big comparison that people are making. And it's and it's a valid comparison, of man. Of course it is. It's a valid comparison. Nobody accepted Kevin Hart's apology. Yeah. Nobody. I don't no, think... Nobody accepted his explanation of what that joke was. Okay, maybe he doesn't lose the talk show. Maybe all of that still st- sticks around. Yeah. And maybe he loses the... I don't know, Hosting man. the Emmys. I Shem, still, come on in here. You're grimacing your face right now. I don't know what you're doing in there. You got something to say? <laughs> <laughs> you must have been shaking your head all day yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> a lot so, going so explain on. this to me then, okay? Explain this to me. Explain how Kevin Hart gets labeled homophobic, mm-hmm. okay? And he had explained it and apologized for it years before. Nobody accepts his explanation or apology. He's forced to step down from hosting the Academy Awards. That was his lifelong dream of doing that. Right. Okay. It was also something that he had apologized like multiple times throughout the years. Yeah. For And then... So now we have Jimmy Kimmel supposedly to be on stage at the Emmy Awards who there's multiple instances of quote-unquote using skin-darkening makeup and saying the N-word in in parody songs and yet people aren't calling for him to be fired from hosting the Emmys. Yeah, I think there's a couple things at play here. I think with the Kevin Hart homophobic comments uh there was something sort of mean-spirited i think behind it right he was saying that he would essentially hit his son for being for, for being gay right. and i think people took that as there's just a nastiness to it right i'm not right. whether you agree or disagree i think that's sort of the thought behind that i think with jimmy kimmel um parody songs are meant to be fun they're meant to be funny so i think people took it a little bit more lighthearted than they did kevin hart's sort of nasty sort of mean-spirited joke. You said the N-word four yeah, times. Hey, Lee, you got to tell not me. As na- mean, that's not as nasty as the Kevin Hart joke? Uh, again, I don't I don't know that the N-word song yeah. uh, is getting as much attention as the actual Carmelone blackface, and I yeah. think that's maybe what people are sort of focusing on. What? I also think people are selectively outraged when it comes to certain things, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to be mad about some things, you're going to be mad about other things. and, and uh, What are your thoughts on his explanation that these were impersonations of famous people? 
Oh, I mean, look, I, I, I think it's I think it's ignorant to sort of not understand the history of blackface. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I, I think I, I, there's a lot of people who will bring up, you know, um, uh, the white chicks movie, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And compare and can make comparisons to that. And there's not really a comparison. So I think you have to know your history. I think you just do. Um, but I also understand why some people might think that comedians should get a pass because mm-hmm. comedians are comedians and they're there to make jokes and they're there to make lighthearted moments out of things uh, when things are dark. So, mm-hmm. no pun intended, um, of course. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know if I should have laughed. Right? I feel very uncomfortable right now. I, I only laugh when Shim laughs. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hi, is this Leah? Yes. Leah, it's Ronza Mocha. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. We don't want to take up too much of your time because I know you got uh, kids in the house that are probably driving you bonkers and you're trying to keep everybody in line. But we got a, a text from your husband, William, who was just like singing your praises, just saying how much of a wonderful wife, wonderful mother you are. And like things have just been like everybody absolutely crazy being in, being at home. So he just wanted to make sure that uh, that we called and said happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. What do you got planned for the day? Um... Nothing. Hopefully get my nails done. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Now that yeah. we're all in phase two. How many kids do you have in the house? Two. Okay. How old are they? Uh, nine and two. Oh, oh wow. Wow. So is a nine-year-old like helping you out at least? Yeah, she's amazing. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's so awesome. How's the two-year-old been through all this? He's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have a three-year-old in the house, so I fully, fully get... Fully get. Mama. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know, I know. It's okay. We'll let you go. Uh, we get that a lot in the house too. So anyway, happy birthday. Much love to you and uh, and have a wonderful, wonderful day, okay? Thank you so much. Okay, bye, Leah. Bye. I was going to ask her to pick her favorite, no, but I can't. I can't. can't. Do no, that. no, no, no. I bet no. you she'd answer if you asked her to pick her favorite kid, though. <laughs> Dude, that's so mean. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and Mocha got you. Hi, Charlotte. Hello. How you doing? It's Bras and Mocha. Good, how are you guys? Good. Good. All right, get ready for your life to be fixed. Oh my God, so, yes, Charlotte, you wrote us this. Razamoka, please fix my life. I'm looking at quitting my job next spring. I'm so stressed, but I need the help in how to go about doing it. I am a nanny and the family is super nice, but I need to leave. Why do you need to leave? I'm just not like being satisfied with the job anymore. Like, as I said, like the family is so nice, but... Uh, like I didn't go to school to be a nanny and it was just like given to me after I graduated college and like and now I'm going to work and I'm like so ready for the day to be over like the minute I get there and that's not what you need in a job. It's not what you need with a nanny job. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How old are you? I am 22. Okay. okay. And what did you go to school for? Like what is your, what's the end game, end goal for you? Well, it's slowly changing because I went to school for police foundations. But now that's changing with everything that's going on and mm. my views. So, so you don't want to you don't want to go into policing anymore. No. Why not go into policing and change it? I mean, I could. I know I've talked with officers, I, I, and they want like older people. I think this is the problem right now. Not to sidetrack from your nanny job, but I think that the the problem oh, yeah. that you're going to see with policing is that nobody wants to be a cop right now, and it's going to yeah. be that way for a long time. And so the people who are going to be signing up. 
uh, to be police officers are going to be the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and you need right now what police policing needs more is they need more people who really wanted to be cops and to be good cops uh, who are now looking at it going, yeah, I don't think I want to do that. They need you now more than ever. So I'll just say that, okay? If you now, think that you can be the person to help make the change and, and help what uh, not only the police need, but what the public need as well, then why not, right? Also, that's a lot of pressure for a nanny. I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> how long have you been a nanny for, Charlotte? Um, almost a year now. And okay. how many kids? How many kids are, are you looking it's after? Just one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just one. Are you good at it? I do enjoy it. Doesn't yeah. sound like it. If you said you just woke up yeah. or you just started your job, you can't wait for the day to be over. No. Well, no, I've been doing it for a year, and like I've had this feeling about like leaving like near Christmas. So I was only there for four months, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to stick it out and see how it goes. Does being a nanny change your outlook on whether or not you want to have kids or when you want to have kids? Oh, not at all. Not at all. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Okay. Not at all. You, you, I don't know. You sound like you just got completely turned off from children is uh, is what happened. Uh, so but the, why next spring? Why are you waiting until next spring to, like you still have to get through all of summer, all of fall, all of winter. Why yeah. definitively is it going to be next spring that you want to leave? Well, I'm looking at spring because summer jobs are easier to find. Mm-hmm. So if I want to like get out, it'd be easier to look for something then because like people are leaving and I can like look for things to get out of it. So, yeah, I think that you're doing the right thing. I think that when it comes to nanny work and I don't know what your agreement is with them or how much notice you have to give. But I will say that being a nanny, just I know people that have had nannies and live in nannies as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, they are paid. They are, you know, employees. But you become part of the family real quick because mm-hmm. you're, you're somebody that their child has bonded to right is bonded with yeah and, and and that's and that's a big thing and the idea that that person will no longer be in their child's life is really difficult to process and it's really hard on kids like it's really really tough on kids when the when a nanny that they loves is no longer there it's like a family member that's gone that they don't get to see yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's, How old is it's a lot of kids first you know uh, experience with you know loss and grief and it's tough yeah, how old's a kid? He's two. Two. Okay, uh, okay you're fine. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Oh, dude. Uh, no, I so, I w- so I would say I would say this that uh, you know you can. I, I know it seems like a long way away, but I think that maybe mm-hmm. the more notice you can give them, mm-hmm. the better. Because it took them must have taken them a while to source you out yeah. and to be able to talk to you and then trust you in their home with their child and they're going to have to go through this process again so the more notice you can give them hey by the way here's what i'm thinking uh it'll give them a lot more time to be able to search for your replacement yeah yeah it's tough you know when you you know when you're it's a fair thing to do as well yeah when you're the adult in the house of the two-year-old you know they don't know that you're paid to look after them they just know that if they hurt themselves, they can run to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that you really have to take that in consideration. I think that that's part of the responsibility of doing nanny work is to take the consideration of the well-being of the, of the kid in every aspect of the job, whether it's being hired, whether it's what you do on a daily basis or whether it's how you leave. I think that uh, you still, even on your way out, you have to have the best interest for the kid that you look after as the number one priority. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. So I think give them lots of notice. And and when it comes to quitting a job, uh, you just just be very 
honest and be blunt but compassionate. Don't say I need to take a break. Don't just be they don't want they don't want excuses. They want definitive timelines. They want reasons and they want to know that you are going to assist them in this transition and that you're not going to leave them that you're not going to leave them hanging. That's all that's all people want. Any other nannies out there? Yes. Yeah. I have like like Two maybe okay nannies. maybe that's something that you could offer up like hey i know these really really great nannies or i can help in the process of you finding my replacement if you are you know obviously wanting to to look for somebody that you can trust mm-hmm. yeah there's ways to do it but i think if i think you're doing it right i think giving them lots of notice and being there for them during the transition i think is the i think is the right thing to do when there's a kid involved okay Perfect. And you right. and and you're not being mistreated. Don't get this would be a much different conversation totally. if they were mistreating you, right? No, you know, but no, they're, it they're doesn't, like it doesn't, so it doesn't nice. seem like they are. And uh, uh, no. and and rethink your uh, your your future in policing as well. Give it a, a lot of thought. Okay. All right. I will. All right. I will. Okay. Thank Take care, Charlotte. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. I think Drake ever gets like bored in that big ass mansion of his? Yes. It depends, though, because uh, I don't know. I think that there's certain people who are quite comfortable spending time alone or spending time with themselves. There are other people where that drives them crazy. Where they I mean, need, trust me, I've seen Drake's IG. People around. He's they not need alone. People around. He's got people around. Yes, now, uh, yeah, I, so, I don't know how he handles himself when he's alone. You know, like I don't, whether those people are living there. Yeah, I'm sure that they are. Or whether they're coming in every single day or maybe they're crashing for a couple of days and then they leave and maybe like another set of people come in. But don't you ever just sometimes want to be alone? Like, could you have friends over all the time? No, not all the time. But that's what I'm wondering. Like, does he ever get bored? I would just get bored of having people over. Yeah, let's say all those people are there all the time. Like, does he ever get bored with having them there all the time or just miss going like i know he's got this big complex yeah. right so there are multiple places where you could go to be alone but being in that massive complex do you think that he ever gets bored like maybe he wishes he can go for a walk around the block just to have a change of scenery no. well i mean did you not see on on his instagram he was playing from i guess the top floor of his mansion he was playing cornhole the game where like he throw a beanbag down and try and get it in the hole down but below. But that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, that's already a fun game on its own without making adjustments. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got to be bored in order to come up with a new way to play that game. Yeah, like, doing that kind of stuff in a house that big is like when you used to watch that show, The Last Man on Earth, where he was literally the last man on Earth, and for a while he was living in the White House, doing stuff like that. You know what I mean? Archery, <laughs> down those big long halls, right? Like, yeah, like <laughs> bored. You bored. can't leave. Like, he, can't he leave? Like, let the people entertain themselves in his basketball court and he could just go? Well, but first of all, that's a, he lives in a very boring neighborhood. It's not even a neighborhood. Yeah, it's he, compound after compound. You can't walk anywhere. I don't even think there's sidewalks. No, but he could go to bed while they continue to party. What? I, well, I'm sure he does. Maybe. Like, he doesn't have to stay up with them. But, like, I just wonder, like, during this time, during the quarantine time, right, and now, like, things are opening up and you see on the news, like, people are out or just you walk down the street and people are out. I saw yeah. a super huge long lineup outside of the barbershop just up the street from here yesterday. Like, you think Drake's sitting at when home I going, left. oh, God, I can't wait to go to Marche. <laughs> <laughs> Like that? <laughs> I don't know. Like I just these are things like yeah. when I see when he posts stuff on IG and I wonder about his life. Not that I'm concerned. Well, he can't no. even without COVID. He couldn't just go for a walk around the. No, block. I know. But like, I wonder if he just kind of misses that aspect of life, living the life that he has right now in that big mansion. 
I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think so at this point. I think maybe in, in a few years he may. Yeah. I don't think he's at that point yet. Well, can't he, I mean, when you're alone, Roz, you love to just stare at the wall. I just, I'm fine to be alone. I really am. I quite enjoy being alone. <laughs> Do you just sit in Physically, silence? emotionally. Uh, it drives Catherine crazy. <laughs> My ability to sit in one place and do nothing for as long as I can <laughs> drives Catherine crazy. You're like a monk. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, this week, we welcomed Kiss 1077 in Lethbridge Ooh. to the Roz and Mocha Show family. So shout out to everyone in Lethbridge. Also, the Ronza Moga Show is on Kiss 1027 in Kingston, Kiss 105.3 in Ottawa, Kiss Radio in Vancouver, and Kiss 91.7 in Edmonton, of course, uh, where we do the show from, Kiss 92.5 in Toronto. Let me read this to you. First of all, everyone, just wear a mask, okay? Wash your hands, wear a mask when you're out in public. There's some people out there who just refuse don't tell me to wear a mask. I don't need a mask. Mm-hmm. And they're everywhere, right across the country. Um, an incident happened on a flight from Vancouver to Winnipeg where the Manitoba RCMP ended up arresting an unruly passenger on Monday night because he refused to put on a face mask when asked to do so by officials. He's 39 years old. He's facing a charge of failing to comply with flight crew, which comes with a max fine of $5,000. Of course, the federal government has set in place an interim order requiring passengers to wear protective masks during travel through Canadian airports and while in flight, of course, because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, Earlier this month, a BC man was arrested after his flight from Vancouver to Toronto had to be diverted to Winnipeg due to his disruptive behavior. God, could you imagine how unhappy that would make you if you had that? Wait, is the show on in Winnipeg? No. If you were flying from Vancouver to Toronto, but you had to get off in Winnipeg? <laughs> FYI, we're working on getting the show on in Winnipeg. <laughs> okay. Uh, again, the guy's 59 years old. He was taken off the flight when he refused to listen to the flight crew to wear a mask. And he started smoking a cigarette on board. Oh my God! Let's just go all. Let's just break all the rules. <laughs> and then the flight was delayed by an hour and a half so because could, of that. They call the flight attendant Tuts too. <laughs> you Can't know what tell I mean? me what to do. I'm not going to wear a mask, but I will fill my lungs with cancer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Janine. Yes. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Oh my God! I can't believe I got. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on a second. Let me okay, read the text you. to you, Roz, that yes. Janine sent to us. Okay. It said, uh, today is my husband uh, Donovan's birthday. I was wondering if you could send him a shout out. He doesn't really like your show. Oh. <laughs> my daughters and I love it. And we figured if you could send him a shout out, possibly saying happy birthday to him, uh, he might change his mind and love it like we do. Thanks. Oh, wow. So what's Donovan's problem? <laughs> Actually, where is he? Let, let's talk to him. Yeah, he's right here. <laughs> What happened? What? Yo, Donovan, it's Rosamoka. Oh, no. Yo, happy birthday, jerk. How come you don't like us? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I was trying to get some work done on my birthday, and then my wife surprises me. Uh, no, no, but that's not the question we asked. Why don't you like us? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> He always says that he doesn't really like it because you guys are too funny and stuff. And uh, he, you guys make us laugh more than that. Uh, you guys are funnier than me. That's what I don't like. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jealousy. Exactly. 
<laughs> All right. Well, we can't hit on that. Uh, yo, what are you doing to celebrate your big day today? I have no idea, actually. My wife never tells me anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like a solid relationship. <laughs> Secrets. <Yeah. laughs> Maury that- just mouthed the words, you'll last forever. <laughs> I truly hope so. Uh, Donovan. Yeah, I moved from Hawaii for her, so. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, after this conversation, you will. Uh, start to like us. <laughs> Janine, you're going to be in big trouble. <laughs> Hang on. Maury, Maury has something he wants to say. By the way, what goes up but never comes down? Let me guess. Your age? Is it your age? Your age! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, they laughed. Yeah, Guys. No, that, that was a sarcastic laugh. You can tell. You can tell. All right, well, Donovan, uh, Janine asked us to sing you happy birthday as well. So are you are you okay with that? <laughs> Of course. Because okay, who doesn't on. love happy birthday, right? Me. R- Ross. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not true. No, come on. I'm not, I'm not against it. I don't know. I got that reputation. All right. Ready? Okay, for Donovan's birthday. One, two, three. Oh, wait. And Janine and kids in the room, feel free to join in as well, okay? Yay. Okay, perfect. All right. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Donovan. Happy birthday to Awesome. I like you guys now. Thank you. Uh, there you go. Ross, what? is it that you don't like happy birthday because you've heard no, it for so many decades? Oh, shut up. Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> wow. Zane, that's so mean, Mark. I'm, I'm like so three mean. years older than you are. I know. <laughs> we're in the same decade. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks, Donovan. Happy birthday, bro. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Brian, it's Razamoka. Oh, hey, how are you? Good, man. How are you? Uh, not bad. Just driving into, driving into work. Okay, don't say anything yet. Okay. Where, where do you listen to the Razamoka show from, by the way? Oh, uh, Milton. Okay, in Milton, Ontario. All right. Because yeah. the, the, the Razamoka show, we broadcast right across, right across Canada, right? And, yeah. uh, and you listen to the, to the podcast. A lot of people listen to the podcast. If you're not up on the podcast yet, you can, uh, you can search for it in Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Spotify, also the Frequency Podcast Network. Because this is a problem that we've run into. The podcast has become so popular mm-hmm. that people yeah. are choosing to listen to it while the live show is happening, which is not exactly what I we know. wanted. I know. <laughs> and this is what's happened with Brian. So we're on the radio live talking about like other stuff, but Brian is sitting there listening to the podcast yep. <laughs> when we're talking about other stuff. <laughs> so here's what Brian said. So I'm sitting in my work truck waiting for some of my tradesmen to uh, show up to the site. I'm listening to what I believe was the last uh, last week's podcast. It was actually a few weeks ago, Brian, where Roz was talking sexy about food with sexy music in the background. Two words. Yep. Hot damn. Oh! <laughs> hello. So, so what Brian is 
just talking about is on episode 163 of the Raza Mocha Show podcast. Nazim put this question out to us okay. uh, on the Ask Raza Mocha portion of the podcast. Anytime Roz talks about food, uh, can you please play some sexy music in the background? Because the way he talks about food, it would be 100% better, also sexier, if you had <laughs> sexy music playing in the background. So I can't remember though, Brian, on episode 163, uh, what was the food that Roz was describing while we had the oh, sexy music playing? Believe it was the tacos. You're, 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 you're cutting up chicken, you're giving out the spices. <laughs> Unbelievable, yeah. man. So sexy. So sexy. Oh my God. You should have seen the questions that were asked to me yesterday at work, and I was not answering any of them. Really? You were too hot and bothered. Uh, I was too hot and bothered. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, hey, ha- hey, how'd you get the hammer down there? <laughs> uh, you should see. You should, you, you should see somebody for that swelling. <laughs> so, Brian, my question to you is, are you a bigger yeah. fan of Raw's now or a bigger fan of tacos, these oh, chicken tacos? Oh, you, got, I, you know what? Being from Milton and being in that Halton region, I'm a bigger <laughs> fan of Raw's. <laughs> Way bigger fan. There's so many jokes I have right now, but I just don't know if I can tell them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you want to tell one and no. I can just bleep it? <laughs> No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Hey, listen, I, I really appreciate everything, man. And uh, if there's anything I can do for you. You sure you want to finish that sentence? <laughs> no, that's why I stopped talking. Because <laughs> you got Brian all hot and bothered right now. So I just, I just you realized You don't know what that. he's going to request next. I just realized that. <laughs> Brian's like, yo, I still got a few minutes of alone time in the truck before I show up to work. So. No, I was about to say, is there any, if, if there's anything else you would like me to describe while playing sexy music. But I realized that as the words were coming out, the one that kind of got left behind was food. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just going to leave the door open to anything. <laughs> hey, Brian, thank you so much for listening to the Razamoga Show podcast. We really appreciate it, bro. Awesome. Thank you, guys. And don't worry about it. Later on in the summer, I'm going to give the most incredibly sexy description of how to cook a corn dog. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Brian's like, I gotta take the day off for that one. Yeah, I'm going home now. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, guys. Later, Later. brother. Love you, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Real quick, want to give a shout out to everyone in Lethbridge. Kiss 1077 out there welcomes the Roz and Mocha Show this summer. Yeah. Um, So thank you to everybody in Lethbridge for allowing us to uh, kick it with you. Also, shout out to Vancouver. Kiss Radio in Vancouver that airs the Raza Mocha Show. Kiss 91.7 in Edmonton. Kiss 105.3 in Ottawa. Kiss 102.7 in Kingston. And of course, uh, where we do the show from in Toronto, Kiss 92.5. So it's the anniversary of the first Batman, the Tim Burton Batman. <gasps> Is it really? Yeah, 1989. <laughs> um, and the headline with that to go along with the anniversary of the first Michael Keaton Batman is that... Michael Keaton is in talks to play Bruce Wayne in the oh, new no. Flash movie. There's another Batman now? No, it's a, it's the it would be this it would be from that universe. So he would be an older Bruce Wayne. Hold on. Okay, just stop everything. Okay, so so you know how so DC is going with this multiverse style, right? 
Oh, is that what they're doing? So, yeah. So the whole thing, everything. Suicide Squad doesn't live in the same world as whatever. And, and then what there, about there's, like there's the, multiple the Batmans. Ben Affleck Batman. He's nothing. done. Ba- okay. Ben Affleck is gone. The as Robert Batman. Pattinson Batman does not exist in any of the current worlds that we know. That we that we know. The, the Robert Pattinson Batman doesn't exist in the Justice League world. Okay. Okay. The Joker in the Joker movie doesn't exist in any of those worlds. It's a different sort of universe. Okay. Anyway, so I guess what's happening is after 30 years, yeah, Michael Keaton, let me read this to you. (laughs) Michael Keaton is in talks uh, to return to the role of Batman to appear alongside Ezra Miller in Warner Brothers' upcoming movie, The Flash. This is according to The Wrap. They've learned exclusively that talks with Keaton are at the very early stages, uh, and it is far from a sure thing, and it could really go either way. But he would portray an older Bruce Wayne. So the Bruce Wayne that he was 30 years ago, he he would now be what? Is he still Batman or is he like Bat Daddy or something? No, he he would just be Bruce Wayne. So I don't know. So he's retired? We don't know. Um, he would just be Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. is what they is what the, the conversation is. So they would tie the new Flash movie into to the original universe of that, that Batman of that Batman where the Joker was Jack Nicholson. Right. So okay. he, we've already passed all of that yes. now. Okay. And now the Flash would be on to other sort of things. I don't know. But he I was don't, the best I Batman. Don't know. I disagree with you on that. Um, but uh, so Michael Keaton did the first two Batman movies. He did um, Batman and then Batman Returns, which was 1992. Then he was in talks to do the third movie. But if you remember, the studio pushed out uh, Tim Burton and hired Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher, who just passed away yesterday, he then did the next two with Val Kilmer and George Clooney. Is that the one, the Batman with the uh, with the nipples? Batman with the nipples, yes. Right. So here's a clip of uh, Maury talking to the late, now, uh, Joel Schumacher about bat nipples. The ongoing argument is who is, and this you're the best person to ask, Joel, because you've done two Batman movies, is who is the best Batman. Now, you do with George Clooney, you put nipples, you single-handedly put nipples on the Batman outfit. Well, that was for Val Kilmer. It started with, with Batman Forever. I think Val Kilmer, for me... I think Val Kilmer was the best Batman. Oh, stop it. I think he was a great Batman. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. I think that I didn't serve anybody well on Batman and Robin, and I think I didn't serve George well at all. He always blames himself, but it's me. But I think Val... I always said Michael Keaton. Well, you know, everybody has their Batman. It's like yeah. everybody has their Bond. Yes, that's right. a great way. Yeah. Oh, come on. So We uh, all know Christian Bale is the best Batman. He he's also the oh. best Bruce Wayne. There's yeah. two, to me, they're two different characters. And uh, and he, he was the best. Do you remember that interview that Joel Schumacher did where they were asking him how many sexual partners he had? And he said in the double-digit thousands. And the interview, what? And the interviewer was no. like, what? So like three? And he's like, no, that's single-digit thousands. And he's like, like 10,000? Oh, stop it, Joel Schumacher. <laughs> that was the interview. I'm telling you, go watch the Halston documentary on Netflix. I'm being serious. Yeah. He talks about this in there. He used to go to Fire Island all the time. Yes. It was back in the day when, you know, yeah, carefree and have fun. Yeah, and because Joel Schumacher was one of the first, like, I didn't know a lot of other out gay directors who were doing that level of film. Before he was in film, he was in fashion. Yeah, like I didn't, because he did St. Almost Fire, yeah. he did Lost Boys, he did the two Batman movies, he did another one too. What Did he do Flatliners? 
Was that Joel Schumacher? Maybe. Oh, maybe. I, I'm not 100 sure. Know. But he did like a lot of my favorite movies when I was younger, with the exception of the, the two Batman movies. <laughs> but I used to love St. Elmo's Fire. That movie was great. So you were saying 10,000, right? <laughs> yes, 10,000. And keep in mind, he was 80 when he passed. He said this when he was 79, if you're doing the math. But this wasn't all at like, I mean, this was over the course of 70 years. That's like years. every single day for 27 years. No, it years. wasn't over the course of 70 years more. Oh, it was all in like a chunk. No, it was it was over the course of about maybe like, 65 Yeah, that's years. like having, that's like oh, okay. every <laughs> single day for like 27 years or something. Yeah. 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 So, what's wrong? Yeah, with Joel Schumacher, right? I, I don't believe him. No? No. You think he's fronting at 79 yeah. that he was just fronting? Yeah. Really? Stop trying to big yourself up, bro. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There is a new YouTube series, uh, limited digital series that we want you to check out. It starts at 3 o'clock this afternoon on City Line's YouTube channel. It's called City Line Real on Race, hosted by uh, Tracy Moore. Yeah, and Tracy's been an incredible voice with everything that's gone on over the over the last month. She uh, really cuts through, and she is definitely somebody that we all look to and listen to. And this format of this sort of, you know, table talk, being able to have these long conversations, you know, get out of the noise and just sort of, you know, sit down and talk. And that's what she's doing uh, with this YouTube show, and it's awesome. How you doing, Tracy Moore? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, Roz and Mocha. How are you doing? Good. How's it going? It's going okay. It's been a, a bit of a brutal uh, few weeks. Um but I'm happy that we are at least able to talk about what's been going on. When all of this sort of went down and everybody was sort of figuring out where they were going to be, not at the end of it, but at this point of it, uh, was this idea already happening in your, in your mind? Sort of a larger platform of in-depth conversation, really getting into things as opposed to, you know, the, I don't even know, the just getting things off Twitter and sort of getting things, you know, uh, around the table with real people? My favorite saying has always been from my dad, just calm down the noise. Yeah. And I, I think that's what we need. We need to calm down and actually talk about what's been happening historically in this country. It's really easy to put out a 140 character or whatever Twitter is zigger, but mm -hmm. what's actually been happening here? And, uh, and let's look at the, at the system, let's look at the institutions, and let's really learn our history so we can see why we're in this mess. So explain to, uh, to everybody, when they log on to City Line's YouTube channel at 3 o'clock this afternoon, uh, City Line Reel on Race, what are they going to get? They are going to get education because that's what this is about. And I know there's been a lot of people being canceled lately and people being thrown under the bus and all of that. And I get it. It's all part of the protest movement. But what I really want is for people to learn. And, you know, it, it is sort of a burden of people of color and black people to have to do the teaching. But I think it's an important moment right now because people are actually listening. Mm -hmm. We're going right back to the beginning. We're going to talk about slavery in Canada, how long it happened for, the institutions built off of it, what slaves produced in Canada, what's happened with segregation in Canada, the education system in Canada, blacks in the workplace right now. So we'll look at the history. We'll look at the legacy and we'll, we'll sort of give that lesson on historical context. Next week, we'll move into activism. Um, how much are you going to get into of the... the 
people's pasts because this is what we're seeing a lot of right now when it comes to you brought up you know cancel culture and that is you have people like Jimmy Kimmel you have now Lainey on the social who I know very well uh, mm-hmm. you have Tina Fey asking to pull four episodes of 30 Rock because each episode had somebody who was in who was in blackface when it comes to that kind of stuff what apology works or how does somebody move past that in your eyes as far as the way that this conversation needs to happen uh, or are they just all going to be wiped out of wiped out of existence see I've never really thought that was the solution you yeah. know for everyone that made mistakes to just be pushed off the planet earth I think if Tina Fey feels that she needs to pull those four episodes she absolutely should and I think if Lainey feels she needs to out herself she absolutely should But I also think the whole point of this is for transformation. So it's for people to take a really good introspective look at the way they've been moving through the world and to do better. Mm -hmm. And, And I'm not saying that I need to be teaching anyone how to do better. Really, the onus is on the people to do better. But I'm happy to help along with the process. Episode one of five kicks off at three o'clock this afternoon on City Line's YouTube channel. Again, it's called City Line Real on Race, hosted by our good friend Tracy Moore. Thank you very much for joining us on the Raza Mocha Show. Thanks for giving me some space, guys. Have a great day. But before before we let you go, when like I know there's so many important things going on and everything else, right? But that, like, what part of you or what percentage of you just sort of wakes up in the morning and goes, "Ah, oh, man, I just want to talk to Frankie Flowers about grass today." <laughs> <laughs> like Listen, just like just just one you, day one day <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I haven't been talking about race with any of the white people in my life at all. uh, When this whole thing burst open, it became a double-edged sword. It's like, oh, so we're going to get into these conversations that I've been having with my husband and my parents and my black friends forever. Um, And we're going to start talking about this and I'm going to start getting questions and I'm going to start getting angry because people don't understand what I'm saying. So it is a big burden. So yeah, sometimes I just want to talk about (laughs) making tomatoes. But I think it's important that we get into the weeds and and really understand what's happening in Canada. And I think that what makes you so wonderful is that you are a very sort of public face and public voice that is just showing us that you don't have to only do one. We can now and should now do both. I agree. Do both. Do the work and it's long-term work. So don't think you're going to get it done before Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Do the work. Do it with your family. Do it with your friends, but it's a lifelong commitment. Yeah, you're not going to hand it in on Friday at 3 p.m. and it's over. Ah, uh, Tracy Moore, you know we love you so much. <laughs> love you too, guys. Take care. Bye bye. Take care. <laughs> Have a good one. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to talk about Billie Eilish in a second. First, I want to give a shout out to everyone listening to the Roz and Mocha Show across the country. We're in Toronto, of course, on Kiss 925, Kiss 1027 in Kingston. Kiss 105.3 in Ottawa, Kiss Radio in Vancouver, Kiss 91.7 in Edmonton, and just added this week, we are saying hello to Kiss 107.7 in Lethbridge. I almost moved to Lethbridge when I was younger. Did you really? Yeah, I mean, my dad almost got transferred there. Yeah? Yeah. Military, right? No, no, no. He was uh, working for, he was building airplane engines. Oh, okay. He was an engineer. Um, so all those stations are up on the Razamoga show. If you are new to the show, welcome. We do have a podcast that you can get through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Mm -hmm. Play, and 
of course, the Frequency Podcast Network. So take a listen to those. You get to learn about us a little bit more. But did you see this Billie Eilish news? No. So there's all these different takes because her name is trending still. But allegedly, she posted to Instagram stories last night, quote, if I'm following your abuser, DM me and I will unfollow them. I will support you, end quote. And then not that long after, she deleted that IG story and then went ahead and deleted, like unfollowed everybody she was following. I don't have the count as to the number of people she was following, but when you go to her account, um, it says following one, but when I go to like see who that one is, it doesn't actually show. She's got 64.7 million followers and... It says now she's following one, but for some reason it's not showing up on my phone uh, who that one person is. And then there's other stories, as I kept reading and reading, is that people are alleging maybe she got hacked. Maybe she'll say, hey, I got hacked. But for some strange reason, Billie Eilish decided to unfollow everybody. Do people still get hacked, though? I haven't heard a legitimate I got hacked story as an excuse in a real Um, long time. I have never seen proof, like, from someone who said, I got hacked. Here's the proof. Well, we, except for me, when I got hacked. Oh, because we talked to your hacker. Yeah. Right. Yeah, your hacker. (laughs) He called the show. Your hacker, yes, joined us on the show. Yeah, but that was a very convenient excuse when you were either drunk or pissed off or whatever it was that you, it was a very convenient excuse to say the I got hacked. And we just all believed it because everybody at that point was getting hacked. And it's easy to get hacked. But I haven't heard a legitimate I got hacked as a reason why my social media looks the way it does in a real long time. The screen grab I just saw, the one person she's following is Lord. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So she just unfollowed everybody? Everybody. But, But that I understand because we've seen that before. Stars oftentimes, especially the pop stars, they use their Instagram... Not necessarily as a, you know, tool for, you know, a vain look at my fantastic life, but it is purely a promotional tool because they will, you know, clear out every single post they've ever done to only, and it'll be blank until they post the cover of their new album or whatever it is. Sure. You know, the idea of that. But I guess as this was happening last night, as she was like slowly unfollowing, 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 people were like kind of following this story as it was happening and updating everybody else, saying Billy just unfollowed Chris Brown, Justin Bieber, um, XXX Tentacion, and Ansel, I assume. El Gore. Ansel yeah. El Gore yeah. uh, on Instagram, right? After posting. So were those. IG stories. Uh, if I'm following your abuser, DM me and I will unfollow them. I will huh. support you. So were those the first people she started to unfollow? That I, I don't wonder? know. I don't know. But she started follow- unfollowing them, and which then led to. Her just unfollowing everybody. Maybe what wound up happening is she said, you know, if I'm following your abuser, DM me. And maybe people did DM her. And she started unfollowing people and then realized what she was doing. And you can't then go and start following those people again because there's still a record that you unfollowed. So the only way to fix it is to just unfollow everybody. Yeah, I think that's what happened. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We got a great text from Tracy that I want to read to you. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Good, good, good. All right. Uh, so, Roz, here's what Tracy said. Go hey, Roz Amoka, 
I've been a longtime listener for six years, and I started listening to your podcast mid-December 2019 because I was sick at home with bronchitis for three weeks. I am so hooked that I listen day and night, Monday to Friday, and even on the weekends while doing my chores. I even listen while showering, and unlike one of your listeners, no one interrupts my listening pleasure. You guys are so complimentary to each other, and even Maury is a great asset to the show, (laughs) even though he's a nasty ass. Oh, wow. I love Roz's recipes, not Maury's. And I've made some like his mac and cheese. I am now on episode 131 of your podcast as I'm traveling home from work today. Keep up the great work entertaining the masses. I love you guys. So first of all, Tracy, thank you for your dedication and your support uh, that you're throwing to the Raza Mocha show. We definitely appreciate it. No, thank you guys so much. You you guys don't know how how you make people feel. Um, So when you talk about chores, right? So like on the weekends when I'm doing my grocery shopping, I have you guys plugged in. When I'm uh, at home vacuuming, I have you guys plugged in. Really, huh? Like I picture you like what do you like what do you mean plugged in? Like what do you listen to us on? No, on my on my cell phone, but I you know, I have my headphones. You just you just like you just like grooving around with the vacuum, listening to the Raza Mocha podcast? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. And yeah, even while yeah. you're at the grocery store, people give you weird looks if you're laughing too much? You know what? On the go train, you guys make me laugh so much. I have to come down from the quiet zone and and go to the front door because I am laughing so much. You guys have me in tears. <laughs> one of the one of my one of my proudest moments of uh, doing this show. I walked into the LCBO. That's not what made me so proud. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yes, no line. It's very normal. It's very normal. Uh, I walked in and there was a police officer there because oftentimes during the busy seasons they'll hire cops to stand there and I walked past her when I when I walked in uh-huh. and she was like smiling right just sort of like staring at the store smiling like it was very unusual because normally when the cops at the front of the LCBO yeah. at the liquor store uh, there's not a lot of smiling going on right they're just like clocking everybody yeah, everyone's a suspect yeah and I walked by and I noticed because she had a huge smile on her face and she didn't see me and then I went through the store and everything else and I, and I got what I was getting and I line up then on my way out, I had to pass in front of her and she made eye contact with me and she immediately took her headphones out of her ears. And she's like, oh my God. And I was like, how are you? She's like, I'm really great. And then she pulls her phone out of her pocket and she shows me and it was like not even paused, but still playing the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. So she was doing she was doing police work at the LCBO uh, over the Christmas holidays, uh, listening to the show. And I walked by and she literally pulled the show out of her pocket to show me. And I was like, that is incredible. And then... I wanted to take a picture with her, but I didn't get let her take one with me. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was like, I got to get a picture of this. And she was like, oh, my God, that would be amazing. And I was like, cool. So I stood beside her. I took the picture. And I was like, oh, my God, cool. Take it easy. And I walked out. And, and I and didn't I, even give her a chance to say, hey, can I grab a photo? No, too? no, because the picture <laughs> happened. The problem was that the picture was just on my phone. Uh, right? Oh, so no. That still haunts me. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't such that a great sucks. story after all. Uh, anyway. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, it's, it's, it means the world to us. Well, you know what? You guys, you guys, I'm living through you guys. Like, I, I actually went to get Strongbow this weekend on oh. Saturday because <laughs> it was so hot. Yeah. The apple cider, I'm, I'm drinking that. I, I started watching Netflix and, and Prime. I watched The Tiger King. I'm like <laughs> wow. living through you guys. You guys wow. Just, so everything that we're talking about on the podcast, you're, you're starting to... I'm trust. I'm trying. Yeah, you're implementing into your own life. 
That's right. Wow, crazy. I will not do the Black Mirror, though. You oh. guys talked about that episode with the pig. Yeah. I refuse to go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Season one, episode one, national anthem. No, thanks. Yeah. No, yeah. thank one you. One day, I'm going to do Star Wars. Yeah. Okay, then I just, if you don't, like, if you don't want to watch uh, season one, episode one of, uh, of Black Mirror, which is the episode, as Mocha just said, is called National Anthem, at least watch the episode called Shut Up and Dance. It's a good sort of like lighthearted one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I don't know. She I'll seems kind of suspect right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and believe me, there's there's a hundred thousand people right now that just looked at their radio and went, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tracy, we love you so much. Thank you very much for uh, for love tuning into the Razamoka show. Wait, wait, Tracy, between Razamoka, who's your favorite? Oh my God, I hope you weren't going to ask me this. Uh, okay, so Mocha, I love your laugh. Like you, you've got one of those laughs. Like you know. Okay, when so you, you like Roz? Laugh. You're just setting me up for a disappointment right now, <laughs> <laughs> right? You like Roz? Just say it. You know why? Because he cooks, and there's nothing sexier than a man that cooks. So <laughs> Do I cook that. too? <laughs> <laughs> love you, Tracy. I love you, Mocha. I love you. Uh, you're the best. Thank Take you. Take care. All right, guys. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Shortly after we uh, wrapped up the show yesterday, Roz, everyone found out that Vince Carter, former Toronto Raptor, who plays for the Atlanta Hawk, Hawks, announced his retirement. Yep. So, hashtag thank you, Vince. Drafted in 98. God, it's a long time ago, huh? By Golden State and then traded to Toronto. Did he? He never played for Golden State. No, he? no, he didn't. They gave him the Golden State hat, and then right. like, here you go. Here's your Toronto hat. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because even though he was drafted originally by Golden State, everybody famously knows Vince Carter for the dunk contest in the year 2000. That's right. Which took place in Oakland, California, where Golden State plays. Yeah. And it was his second attempt. Hmm. Hmm. Or his second dunk where he did the now infamous ball through the leg up and over into the net. And everybody freaked out. There's a famous um, there's a famous shot of Shaq with a handheld, <laughs> yeah. handheld video camera. Yeah. And the look on his face as he was filming. He occurred an injury dealing with weights in the weight room. So he stitched up in the left hand doing all this. What a stud, huh? Such a great yeah. memory. Uh, this is Vince Carter from his podcast called uh, Winging It with Vince Carter. Uh, the, the female voice that you hear on it is his co-host. Her name is Annie Finberg, and she works for the, uh, the Atlanta Hawks. You are officially retired. Yeah, I'm officially finished playing basketball. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, no, you know, it's no I think. Okay, I'm officially done playing basketball professionally. I play at home. Right. Maybe a couple like celebrity tournaments in the mix. Yeah, maybe, maybe a couple. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Wow, maybe. Not even committing to like a celebrity thing. He's huh? forty three years old right yeah. now, so yeah. I think when he yeah, says he's done, drives me nuts. He's done. Drives me nuts. I hate. I hate stories like this. I, I love Vince Carter, but the idea that somebody is out of the game at forty three kills me. It he's kills me. Than you. Yeah, it kills me. And he had like kind of. 
announced, like, it, was, it wasn't a secret. No, no. But no, he had no, to no. officially say that he was done. Yeah. Uh, but when he was making mention of it throughout the season, earlier this year, a part of me was hoping that the Toronto Raptors would sign him for, like, a one-game contract, and then he announces his retirement. Right. So he could retire as a Raptor. Right. Instead of retiring as an Atlanta Hawk, who just so also happened to play for the Raptors. Right. Yeah, yeah, they would have been nice. Right. Those sorts of stories are sweet. I know. They rarely happen, though. No, I know. (laughs) But big shout-out to Vince Carter, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, is this Ruby? Yes, it is. Hey, what's going on? It's Ron Zamoka. How are you today? Hey, we're doing well. Thanks. How are you guys? Good, good, good. So we got this note from Rupi that said, hey, our daughter is turning four on... Uh, oh, my heart. ...on the weekend, and she's <laughs> obsessed with Ron Zamoka. She loves screaming, let's do the news every day. And also, yeah. it's Friday, every Friday. We would love to surprise her with a call from the Ron and Mocha show. So, uh, Rupi, where is your daughter, Soraya? She is right here looking at my face. Oh, okay. So she can hear us. <laughs> yeah, she can hear you guys right now. We got her up a little bit early this morning. Oh, hi, Soraya. I want to say good morning to Ross and Mocha. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Soraya. What? It's Friday! Do you want to go? You show them how you do it. Oh, Good job. That's amazing. Wow. Four-year-old lungs, too, huh? That's awesome. Uh, what do you have planned for your birthday today? What do you want to do? What do you want for your birthday? Peppa Pig. You what? Peppa Pig. Oh, Peppa Pig. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Hey, for your birthday, uh, do you want to you want to help me uh, intro the news? Would you like to say let's do the news for your birthday? Yes. Yes. Okay, do you know you know how to do it, right? Yeah. Okay, three, two, one, go. <laughs> We're gonna try it one more time because I'm gonna do the beginning part, okay? So you just wait. You just wait. You just wait. I'm gonna go like this. Uh, hey, Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Okay, go. You're very well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Soraya, yeah. Soraya, Soraya. Oh, no. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh. I know you're only four and everything, but still. <laughs> no, no, no. This has been a, a big topic of discussion in our home. So. Uh, that's, that's, oh. that's, that's, that's great parenting. <laughs> <laughs> I got to blame my husband for that one. Who's okay. your favorite, Roz and Mocha? Thank you. I usually get the kid vote. I know you do. I never get the kid vote. Uh, Hey, listen, thank you guys so much. We love you both. Thank you so much, guys. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Hey, is Walmart still selling All Lives Matter shirts? Bro, Walmart is still selling a black All Lives Matter shirt. So Walmart Canada... Huge backlash yesterday after customers discovered All Lives Matter t-shirts for sale on the company's website. And they've had to do this before. Was it last December that they were selling naughty Christmas sweaters with Santa Claus doing lines of Coke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do they just allow like anybody sure. to go into their Walmart marketplace and just start uploading their stuff? That I don't like, know. How like does that somebody, work? somebody over there 
in that organization has to approve of companies, don't they? Because or do they approve of a company and then that company can then make whatever they want? I don't because no. Because when you type in, when you go to Walmart.ca and you type in just lives matter, yeah. like all these different like products what? come up. So you can get like the All Lives Matter t-shirts, you can get earrings, you could get Black Lives Matter. Um, oh, what was the one that I saw that I, I said I could not believe? They Oh, like bath mats? Excuse me. Bath mats with a uh, toilet cover <laughs> as well. You can get posters. They have Blue <laughs> Lives Matter, matter t-shirts. They have Blue Lives Matter license plates. Uh, they have All Lives Matter flags. Yeah. There's like so much stuff, dude. Yeah, so I much. Think they need to figure that out because I, I think it may be a case where they have, yeah, like vendors who have registered to be able to sell through the Walmart marketplace and they're just uploading this stuff. Like this can't, this, there's no way that this was approved by somebody. Like it has to be a, an, a like a click it and upload it type of scenario because there's no way. Oh my God, is this a shower curtain? Uh, which, what kind of, what does it say on it? Uh, hold on here. Oh, it's uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, shower curtain. Yeah, to go with the bath mats. Right. You can do, <laughs> yeah. What's selling? Yeah. They got hats, they got flags, like everything, man. Yeah, no, I know. There was hundreds and, and, and hundreds of, uh, of Lives Matter paraphernalia on, uh, on Walmart. But I don't know how that website works. I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, you gotta you gotta be better at that, man. Uh, Megan Kelly throwing shade at NBC after Tina Fey apologized for three episodes of Thirty Rock that needed to be pulled from the air because of uh, characters in blackface. Uh, if you remember yesterday, Tina said, "No comedy-loving kid needs to stumble on these tropes and be stung by their ugliness." And then Megan Kelly tweeted, "Wait, what network aired those episodes again?" Because if you remember, in 2018, NBC fired Megan Kelly uh, after the immense backlash for her comments on uh, blackface. She had said, I think it was when I was a kid on Halloween, as long as you were doing a character, it was okay. Oh, and, right, yeah. Yeah, that's what she had said. And then she apologized. Uh, Megan Kelly, if you remember, said, I defended the idea saying is that as long as it was respectful and part of a Halloween costume, it seemed okay. Well, I was wrong and I'm sorry. That's what she said in her apologize and in her apology and still got fired. So she's throwing shade now at NBC because while they fired her for having a discussion about blackface, Tina Fey was running episodes with characters actually in blackface and there was no repercussions whatsoever. So it's a bit of a double standard, I guess is what she is trying to say. Uh, Days of Our Lives star Melissa Reeves is receiving a ton of backlash from uh, co-stars and fans for liking anti-Black Lives Matter posts on Instagram. Um, it began earlier this week when a fan shared screenshots of posts originally made by Candace Owens to Twitter and noted how absolutely disgusted and sick they felt over Reeves' presumed stance by liking the post. You know that now when I scroll through things, mm -hmm. I have a very specific way that I will sit and which hand I use so I don't accidentally like something oh, really? that, that pops up into my timeline. Because I like to know I like to know what's going on everywhere with everybody, right? Uh -huh. So I follow people that I agree with and I follow people that I don't agree with because I think that that's the only way that I'm going to get a clear picture of what the conversation is. And sometimes when I start going deep into things, you know, I'm on the couch, I'm using the wrong finger and the cat bumps me and all of a sudden I've liked something and then just swiped up and don't even know 
that you so, like something. Uh, like it is, it's it's like a minefield. So do you go uh, then right hand on the right side of the phone to scroll if you're on IG? If I'm on IG, yes, yes, right, yes, because you can't accidentally hit that heart. Right. Yeah, and I'll tell you if I'm and if I'm on. If I'm using Twitter, yeah. I only put my finger on the actual body of the tweet in the middle of it somewhere to swipe up. I never go near the little icons at the bottom, the, the actionable icons at the bottom. Oh, my okay. thumb I see, never I see. goes near there. I will only ever put my finger on the app's actual tweet and stop it on the actual tweet. I see. My, and if I'm reading something, I hide all those little buttons below where, my, where I can view it on my screen. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm terrified. It's terrifying, man. Okay. You know what happens if you accidentally like something? Oh, you're canceled right away. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. not good. You lose your job. Yes. Nice knowing you, Val. I know. You won't stick up for me. <laughs> 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 Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, Scrubs is the latest ep- uh, show to have episodes Scrubs. pulled from streaming services because of blackface. If you remember, this is uh, all went down with four episodes of 30 Rock on NBC and then three episodes of Scrubs, which starred Zach Braff, Donald Faison, and Sarah Chalk, uh, are being removed from streaming services. The episode My 15 Seconds, My Jiggly Ball, and My Chopped Liver, uh, all three episodes. One featured uh, Zach Braff's character in blackface at a party, while another included Sarah Chalk's character in blackface during one of the show's signature fantasy sequences. Mm. So, like... how many more shows are they going to have to go? Through? Like, how many shows did Blackface? I don't remember because I never watched Scrubs. But I watched 30 Rock regularly. And if you had told me that there was four episodes of 30 Rock that had Blackface in it, I would have been like, come on. Yeah, I'm trying to four, go through four. all the shows from back in the day that I don't ever remember actually seeing Blackface. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe but I was just that oblivious. But it's uh, but it's all those shows. Yeah. HBO Max has restored Gone with the Wind. But with this time around, uh, there are disclaimer videos that accompany it. If you remember, it was pulled temporarily so they could sort of align it with other content that put it into context of the time. Right. Uh, and so what they've done now is the new video that is accompanying Gone with the Wind features uh, scholar Jacqueline Stewart. Um, and the second one is a one-hour video recording of a panel discussion called The Complicated Legacy of Gone with the Wind. They explain that the film's history, including how the film's black cast members were not even allowed to attend the film's premiere and that Hattie McDaniel uh, was not allowed to sit with the other cast members when she won her Oscar. And uh, Gone with the Wind can be, they say Gone with the Wind can be uncomfortable, even painful. Still, it is important that classic Hollywood films are available to us in their original form for viewing and discussion. So there you go. Uh, Disneyland has delayed the July 17th reopening as coronavirus spikes in California. Oh, yeah. And then don't even get me started on Florida. What's going to happen to the poor Blue Jays? (laughs) They ain't got no home. Uh, they got no J's. The organization, a bunch of them tested positive it's, uh, for coronavirus. Yeah, first of all, there's no J's, but also there's no, like, where are they supposed to play? Well, they want to play in Toronto. Yeah, but the border, they, you can't fly people back and no, forth. No, I know. So Major League Baseball hasn't given approval to that. The only other place they can play, um, they can play in Buffalo and then, like, one other place. I can't remember the other places. 
But I don't even think it's baseball that can give approval. It's like it's it's the law that if you travel from the states, you got to quarantine for fourteen days. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I was talking to somebody who came back from another country because they were out during all of this. Yeah. And when they came back, and this is like two weeks ago, and they were told to quarantine for fourteen days, mm-hmm. and they check up on you, like call every day, and they really? tell you at the end of every call, somebody may drop by your house tomorrow. No. Yes. What do they say? Like, hey, like, where you at right yeah, now? Yeah, those like, yeah, they knock on the door. It's like when you know those, you know, in movies, oh, somebody actually shows up. Yes. Uh, oh, when you said that they check on you. No, every no, they day. call every oh, they day. Call every they, day. They, they call every day, and then at the end of every call, they inform you that within that fourteen days, that somebody may show up at your house. But how many times do we know? Like, I, I don't like know the, for that but, person, but, for example, did somebody show up? No, but they didn't leave for fear that they wouldn't be there if somebody did. Mm. Remember those? Remember like old like comedies back in the day when somebody would, you know, marry like an illegal alien, (laughs) you know, and you had to prove that you were an actual couple and then they'd come to your house and just start asking you questions, go through the closet, all this stuff and quiz you. That's what it's like. It's like these random, like a random knock on the door, but they got a phone call every single day of the 14 days Hmm. to make sure that they were at home. You sure you're not at the beach? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know what you do. I don't know. Why does I don't it sound know like you you're do. out right now. I know. Watch I know. it, watch. I know, but those Blue Jays. Where's that Blue Jays story? Hang on here. Multiple Blue Jays players and staff tested positive for COVID nineteen. Multiple Blue Jays players and staff test positive for COVID nineteen. God, what a mess! And every NBA player. Oh. Is in Florida right now. I know. Just cancel everything. Like numbers are spiking. Oh, bro. Let me tell you. And Jenna caught me watching this the other day. Watching what? (laughs) I had it on Sportsnet. Okay. Okay. And because there's no sports. Yeah. I was watching, I watched at least 30 minutes of e gaming, NBA 2K. So you watch video game basketball? I did. Oh wow! And these guys were really good. <laughs> what the players? Like the people, the kids, yeah, the, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the people. Okay. Yeah. okay. Now, do you root really for the good. teams when you're watching? Like, if you watch esports, this yeah. is what I want to know. Uh huh. Like when you watch esports and you watch esports like FIFA or NBA 2K or whatever it is, when you watch it, when you're a spectator. Mm-hmm. Are you watching it and rooting for the team, or are you watching it and rooting for the kid controlling the team? <sighs> When it's one on one, I'm rooting for the individual. You are, yeah, I'm really, for the, because it's okay. the indi- individual that's calling all the shots and like making all the plays. I know, but I would just look at it as a basketball game at that point. Now, if you really want to talk about e games, because I watch a lot, <laughs> I don't actually. Okay. <laughs> Florida is an absolute mess, and you've been hearing about this all week, and it's crazy because younger younger Floridians are accounting for a significant number of positive COVID-19 tests. Um, They added an additional 3,286 cases on Tuesday alone of this week. Yikes. So if you want to know part of the reason why Floridians may be more susceptible to you know, COVID, yes, everybody's cooped up and yes, the weather's beautiful and, and masks are a pain in the ass and everything else. But there's a, there's an attitude that a lot of people have, and maybe there's just more of this attitude in Florida, but listen to this report from citizens, from Floridians, 
uh, pleading their case and uh, testifying in front of counsel. Oh, here's how the news story on CNN started, Thank by the you. way. At a commissioner's meeting in Florida's Palm Beach County, anger erupted after a unanimous vote to make masks mandatory. This turned downright ugly. Here, here was the scene. Okay, listen to this. You literally cannot mandate somebody to wear a mask knowing that that mask is killing people. It literally <laughs> is killing people. And my, the people, we the people, are waking up. And we know what citizen's arrest is. Because citizen's arrests are already happening. Okay? <laughs> and every single one of you that are obeying the devil's laws are going to be arrested. Okay, so okay. there's that. That's one. That's just one. Yeah. Next we have... The problem with humanity today is ignorance, arrogance, and apathy. Okay. Keep taking the road of least resistance. Sure. Keep listening to the TV brainwashing you from oh. birth. Okay. <laughs> oh. Here's another one. And they want to throw God's wonderful breathing system out the door. <laughs> You're all turning your backs on it. Okay. Oh, and followed by her is... Sir, I really have many question marks about your degrees and what you really know. I'm sorry, ma'am, but I don't think that you are worthy of your credentials. And I would ask suggestively that you go back to school and get educated. <laughs> right? That's Florida just being Florida. Uh, oh, God. And you wonder why. You look at these numbers and you're like, how is that possibly happening? And then you watch the news and you're like, oh, yeah, right. That's why that's happening. And they want to throw God's... <laughs> Wonderful breathing system out the door. You're all turning your backs on it. <laughs> Uh, the Dixie Chicks are the latest band to change their name. If you remember, Lady Antebellum changed their name to Lady A. And uh, yesterday, the Dixie Chicks... Wait, wait! Yeah. The Chicks. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. messing around. Yeah, that's Wild what they're guess. called now. Uh, oh. Removing the reference to the Civil War ex um, era South. So the Chicks, uh, as they are now known, also released a uh, brand new protest song called March March. Justin Bieber files a $20 million defamation suit uh, against sexual assault uh, allegations by two people online. The two Twitter users, Danielle and Katie. Justin claims that he has, quote, indisputable documentary evidence to prove that their claims are outrageous and fabricated lies. Danielle claimed Bieber assaulted her at the Four Seasons Hotel in Austin, Texas on March uh, 9th, 2014. But Bieber says that he can prove that he was not at the Four Seasons Hotel that night. And he was with his then-girlfriend, Selena Gomez, after playing a show at South by Southwest. Uh, he speculates that Danielle made up the story based on news reports that he had ate at the Four Seasons the next day. Katie claims that Justin assaulted her in New York City in 2015, uh, which he says is also also factually impossible and again made up based on public reports. He believes Katie is a super fan who waits outside his hotels for him, but he has never met. He also believes that the accounts may be run by the same person oh, wow. or coordinated in some way. And he's suing $10 million for each of their stories. Now, do you think that total of $20 million was more of a, a scare tactic? That maybe this one person running the two accounts, or if it is two people, would be scared off by... 10 million each and just drop the lawsuit altogether? Well, they have, there's no lawsuit on their part. Or they drop, just, uh, sorry, not lawsuit. Uh, drop the allegations. Sorry. Yeah, the allegations. Well, that, that's the whole, that's the whole thing, right? So I wonder if it's is, just a scare tactic. Yeah, but you can disappear. People don't even know who they yeah. are, right? No, I know. Yeah. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. 
As we always do to start off, ask Roz and Mocha. Let's get to Aaron, who's on the phone. Hello, Aaron. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, buddy. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. What is uh, your question for everybody in the room and everybody listening? So my question is, if you could remember a memory you forgot, what would it be? So it could be a memory that you were too young to remember. And you just saw it in the photos and stuff. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Because in my head, I'm like, God, if I could remember a memory that I forgot, what would it be? But I'm like, but I don't know what that is because I forgot it. Yeah. What would your answer be? What's your answer, Aaron? So uh, mine is a little bit more sentimental. Um, it'll be uh, a moment with my mom. My mom passed away when I was around nine or 10. And uh, so there's like an old photo of her and uh, us, like uh, the whole family. And we were at Disneyland. What, what memories do you have of your mom? Because 10 is is enough to have some memory, but nothing really substantial, Like, right? how old are you now, Aaron? I'm 29. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you, how much do you remember? Just just a few things, right? Yeah, I don't remember too much. Yeah. Um, the the one thing I feel bad about um, um, remembering is uh, when she was still at the hospital. Yeah. Those are the ones that you remember. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks, man. Sorry um, to hear that, bro. Yeah, I, I would say, yeah, stuff like that. And, and But it's interesting because, like, there are things that I forgot how to do. You know, there are things that, like, when it comes to a memory, I just remember certain things would make you so happy when you were a kid. Yeah. Right? And, like, you don't, when you grow up and you, you sort of go through life things don't give you that joy anymore. Like you lose that Christmas morning when you're seven, you know, mm. kind of joy, like just that overwhelming feeling of just magic, right? Yeah. Like you lose all that. Like you you just don't have those feelings. You rationalize things. You're, you know, you're, you're more educated about things. You're busy. You got bills. You got all this stuff where you just don't allow those just pure moments of joy to just take over and consume, you know, your whole body. And I don't know when the last time I felt like that was. Yeah. You know, I remember sort of feeling that way and what that anticipation was like, but I don't remember the, you know, the when I when I last felt that way. And I think that it would probably go back to something like that where I could just have one of those kind of magic moments again to just know what that kind of joy feels like. See, with us, it's funny that you bring this up, Aaron, because um, our three-year-old, he's so playful and so active that when I see the look on his face when he does certain things, for example, he's got this little pinwheel colorful pinwheel that's mm -hmm. in the garden in the backyard and every time the wind blows it spins around and around and around and around and you see the colors flying everywhere yeah. and he like when he sees that happening his eyes light up and he's like daddy look at the pinwheel and he gets like so much joy out of that or the other day we were in the backyard playing baseball and i was tossing the ball to him and every single time he hit the ball and mm -hmm. he's pretty good yeah. every time he hit the ball he's like daddy i did it. i hit the ball yeah. and i get so proud and i'm like Oh man, I wonder if I've ever, I'm sure I have felt that way or have done that, like, you know, playing with yeah. my dad or yeah. my parents. Like, I don't remember, I don't have those That's memories. That's the thing, right? It's things like that. Um, the other thing I was thinking of is I wonder what, like, my first day of school would have been like. Like, I, I'd like to so remember. So nervous. I, I'd like right? to go back and try to remember. Or if I had the ability to yeah. uh, have that as a memory, something—it's all stuff that when I think of when hear your question, Aaron, I think of all things from when I was a kid that I know for a fact now I don't 
completely forgot, right? Yeah. I, I have very yeah. little memory of a lot of things. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've sort of come to terms with that. Uh, Maury? Oh, for me, it would be, I would love to remember times with my papa. You Your know, grandfather. My grandfather. Right. Because we used to, I've seen pictures and I've heard stories. We used to go bug collecting and stuff like that. And, you know, he used to always make me like, you know, soup. And I'd sit with him while he was smoking mm-hmm. and have the soup. And I, I just, I How would love to. How old were you when he died? Um, 1987. So how old were you when he died? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wants to go back and remember how old he was in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aaron, thanks so much for your, uh, for your question, bro. Maury's going to use that no one problem. wish Thank to you. get out of a math question in 2020. Thanks, brother. Uh, what were you going to say? I was also going to say, like, I would love to remember, like, early tastes. You know, like, you know. Sure, yeah. Like, early tastes of... Uh, cake or milkshakes and like stuff the like the first time you tasted those things well because I've, I've i've seen pictures of all my birthdays were at this place called lime ricky's mm-hmm. you know in toronto where it was like a, a malt shop and milkshakes and stuff. it'd be cool to just remember what things tasted like sometimes it's bad and we've talked about this before where i had such fond memories when i was a kid of campbell's tomato soup it was yeah. my favorite thing in the world i would eat a can of that every single day with a grilled cheese sandwich or a tuna sandwich or whatever mm. it was for lunch. And that was like what I did as a kid. And then years later, when I was well into my 30s, uh, it was winter and I didn't want to go to the grocery store. And I went to the corner store up the street and they had very little in there. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to just like relive a little bit of my youth. And I, and I bought a can of Campbell's tomato soup and I prepared it the same way that I always did all those years ago. And I got my sandwich ready or pieces of white bread and butter. And I sat at the table and I took one bite of it and I spit it in the bowl and I threw it out because it was all sugar. And I never, everything that you ate when you were a kid, there was so much sweet coming into your life that you didn't yeah. know when you were eating other things that were that sweet, but shouldn't be that sweet. And it tasted like ketchup. And I remember I was like, God, this is terrible. Like it's absolutely ruined all my memories. It ruined all my memories of those wonderful lunches that I had home at school watching Gilligan's Island or whatever the hell you would watch when you came home for Great lunch. Show. And, uh, and yeah, so sometimes going back and, rem- and, and being, putting yourself back in those moments doesn't do you any favors. But sometimes smells, like, scare me because they remind me of memories from the past. Like, the smell of duo tank scares me because it reminds me of school. Right. Yeah, sure. That like, happens a lot. I duo tank. Yeah. Uh, Raphael has a specific question for Dammit Mori. If Dammit Mori was a magician, what would his stage name be? Ooh. <gasps> Mr. Where'd It Go? Mr. Where'd It Go? <laughs> That's what Matthew calls you. <laughs> Uh, Mage asks, if you weren't able to have coffee or tea, what would be your preferred morning beverage? Ooh, like a hot hot chocolate, maybe? Oh, too thick. Yeah. And Uh, sweet. Too sweet. So no kinds of tea then, right? Yeah, no. Like no kinds. Like an orange juice, maybe. No kinds of coffee. Uh, I say, I like smoothies and I like, um, what do you call it? Like uh, cold pressed juice. I'd have that. I have no problem having either of those. I would probably have a glass of hot water. Really? Yeah. Why? One, I don't mind drinking hot water uh-huh. at all. Oh, I guess. I drink hot water with uh, lemon every yeah, now and yeah. then. I don't mind drinking hot water. Uh, I, I like that warmth. I need that shock to my system in the morning. Yeah. I need something hot. It gets me, it gets me going, if you know what I mean, right? You know what gets you going? What's I'll that? tell you right now. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Hot water and lemon. Yeah. Yeah. But so if you don't cleans you out. It cleans you out. If you don't drink it quick enough, it's no longer hot. Well, no. I drink it the same way I would drink a coffee. I'm just saying. 
scientifically. Yeah, but I would drink it the same way I drank a, a coffee. Like the same rules apply. <laughs> I know the rules of coffee. <laughs> I've had many. <laughs> Max asks, if there was one thing you could change in a movie or a show, what would it be? For example, mm. would you save Batman's parents? Oh, what would happen God. if Michael never becomes the Godfather? Oh, like the Titanic didn't sink? <laughs> well, that would—you'd yeah. have to change real life. They would just have gone on a cruise. <laughs> yeah, but you'd have to change real life. That didn't just happen in a movie. More. It's just an old-timey cruise. Yeah, yeah, completely. No, but then the two of them would fall in love, and they, and then we would never have that argument of the door. But then you can't have—you couldn't call it Titanic. No, why? It's named after the it, boat. No. Call it a cruise movie. <laughs> Like something that I'm unhappy about or something that I think that I could make better if I did it a certain way. Or just to alter the movie in general. Or to alter the movie. Yeah. Okay. Like mine, immediately I think about Back to the Future. And what if Marty, when he went from 85 to 1955, he was not successful in making it back to 85 and he just got stuck and had to live the rest of his life in 1955. Mm. Or the lightning never struck the clock tower. But then what happens though? This is gonna. This is where my mind starts going all twisty here. So if so, does Marty hook up his parents in 1955, but just can't get back to 1985? Correct. So then Marty would be their parents' age, but there would also be a young Marty in yes. 1985. Sure. Right. So then what? Yeah. So Marty, he would just so a roommate. He would just be no. He no, would no. Marty would, Marty just would like, be his parents' age. Marty so would Calvin just be Klein, Marty. Or I mean, Calvin so who, Klein. Who is he to them? Just like a friend or a roommate? A roommate to who? To the he parents. He would to live with them. Why would he live with them? Because <laughs> where is he living? He would have to be I on his own. He was somewhere. Would, like, did, 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 like, did all the guys that you met in high school live with you? No, but they had their own home. <laughs> who had their own home? All the guys in high school that I met. Right. But why would Marty... Because why he would, went back, fr- right? So he went from 85 yeah, to but, 55. But he why, didn't have a home. But, but why would Calvin... Like, wait, they're just going to take him in? Well, if he's like, yo, I have nowhere to go... And they I have no just money. Live with Doc but they don't know that. He told everyone, he told Lorraine that Doc was his uncle. So you would just assume that he, he would go live with Doc. Right. Because Doc's the only one that knows that he's from 1985. Yeah. Like, why would he go live with George <laughs> and Lorraine in either of their parents' house? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going with this. Because they both lived at home. Yeah. So, so first he would have to go live with George's family, <laughs> and then when and then when George and Lorraine got married, he would move out with George into the apartment with Lorraine. <laughs> you see how this is weird? And like, what he would babysit Marty when they went like on date night? <laughs> you're babysitting yourself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're whack. Now you're whack. What about you? Which movie? Nah. Was? Nothing. Stupid question. <laughs> Okay, Christina says, I have a question to go with the lottery conversation from your last podcast. So let me recap. Episode uh, 143, so not necessarily the last podcast, Mm -hmm. but it was episode 143. And in the news, we did the story, if you won the lottery, Mm -hmm. would you split it 50-50 with your significant other? Okay. According to a recent survey... One in six people say they'd quickly end their relationship to keep all the money <laughs> right. to themselves. Right. And of the people who want to stay in their relationship, a quarter say that they wouldn't do a 50-50 split, okay? So that's what we talked about on episode 143 of the Razamoka Show podcast. So mm-hmm. Christina continues and says this. If you were to win the lottery and decided to share slash gift a portion of your winnings with you and your significant other's 
families, mm. would you give the same amount per family or the same amount per person, even though one family may get more than the other? I think everyone would get a different amount. I would say interesting. one sum, one lump sum for the family. And they split it up. And then they do what they do with but, the money. Well, like, but what about what if it's two sides of the family though? Like you're gonna you're gonna have your family and Jenna's family decide amongst themselves. No, 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 no. Sorry. My family will get one set amount. Jenna's family will get one set amount. So who decides within that group who gets what? They figure it out. How do they figure it out? That's their problem. I don't know. I'm See, being generous to give you guys the, the, but you're the giving, money. No, but you're giving it to... You, so you just wait. So you tell your mom, dad, and your two sisters. Yes. Here's a giant pile of money. Yes. Do whatever you think is right with it. Yes. I think that's a terrible idea. Why? It's a terrible it idea. It a huge... You're causing it's a, a it's war. It's a terrible... Why would you put that pressure on them? And cause then, a and cause a rift and cause a rift and cause a rift between them. So then I have to say, okay, Dad, you get this amount. Mom, you get this amount. Yes, Laura, you get this amount. Correct. Lisa, you get this amount. Absolutely. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the only fair. I've that's the it. only way to do it. And if you want it to be all fair ac- across the board, right? Oh, then, then divide it up by whatever grand total it was. It, right. Yeah. So sure. if you want to, if you want to do that, that's fine. But you know, you may wind up in a situation where, let's say. Let's say, you know, Laura decides to be the one to step up and say, okay, let me, I'm going to figure this out, right? Yeah. And she's like, okay, but, you know, mom, dad, you know, I'm going to, I get a little more than you. Yeah, that's not cool. Right? How dare you, Laura? Okay, I'm just saying. Why would you do that to our parents? I know, I'm just saying. Okay, so I changed my answer. Yeah, I think, I don't think you can put that (laughs) on I think that's too much. We've thought about, like, we would put money in an account for my brothers, Daniel and Kyle, and tell them, this is how much you will get at some point so that you don't waste it now. Okay. Like, we would put it for their college or something, but they can't have it right away. Okay. That's what we've discussed. But what about, what about your dad? Uh, We would, we discussed that we would pay off their mortgage. Okay. Right? And then, and then, what about Matthew's family? We would give some to his stepmom mm-hmm. so that she can go live in a nice big house. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> take from that what you will. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay, uh, Lucien says hello from Paris. Oh. Uh, bonjour, Lucien. Roz, you talk about how you make these awesome dishes, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. what is your secret to making the perfect? French fry. Do you buy frozen or do you make from your own potatoes? Okay. It's okay. Okay. So this is tough, right? French fries are a tough beast to make because if you want perfect French fries, uh, you need certain things. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. French fries. I don't care who you are. Yeah. French fries cooked in an oven are not French fries. Oh, okay. What if you don't have that thing? Okay, but I'm just saying you're you're then at the it's it's roast potatoes at that point that look like French fries. Okay, that, that's what they are. They're delicious. They're fine. They're Even good. the frozen they're, ones? No, 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 but frozen ones. Man, I'll give you maybe they're a little bit French fry, right? Because we take the frozen ones, like the yes. McCain's frozen super fries, yes. and we toss those in the oven. So my thing is this: if you don't have all of the things, yes. okay, I would much rather eat frozen fries done in an oven than I would somebody who cut up potato and stuck them on a sheet and put them in the oven. Okay, yeah, because okay? you're right. At that time, at that time, yes. it's roasted potatoes. Right. Now, the, um, so most times I will just do uh, frozen uh, freezer fries, yeah. and, but I will also do freezer fries and I'll put them in the deep fryer. Ooh. Right? 
And they're already they're already fried. Yeah, they're already fried. So you're double frying. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I will do frozen fries in the deep fry. I like my fries on the thin side. I like the shoestring fries. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorites. Um, right, uh, McCain right now. They, they I always buy the five minute fries. Yeah, the super thin ones where you throw them in the oven. Five minutes, they're done. Five minutes, you have French fries. But it's, it's is that not the greatest though, invention? No, is that not the greatest invention ever? Those are the ones five we minutes. Have. Five minutes, and you got French fries. Yeah. It's so amazing. My kid loves. Uh, yes. Okay. So I like the wedges though. Because you get more taste. I hate those aren't French fries. Those are wedges. Those are wedges. Now the trick to I would argue that they're not French fries though. They're, they're potato in, wedges. But, but they're from the. But you're still cooking it the same way. No, right? but it's a potato wedge. It's not a French fry. Okay, fine. Go on. Okay, uh, we'll agree to disagree. No, no. We agree. <laughs> We're all. We've all agreed that you're wrong. Okay. Yeah. A wedge is a wedge. A fry is a fry. Uh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> in all right. discussion. Thank you very much. Uh, okay. Um, a donut is a donut, and a bagel is a bagel. <laughs> They look the same, two different things. Okay, do you use, if you're cutting your own fries, do you use the Star Frit French fry color, cutter? N- no. Um, so if you're doing fries, <laughs> if you're you know doing- what I'm talking about? No, I have no Did idea you stop interrupting the man? Uh, if you are going to do fries, there's a couple of different ways to do them. Um, cutting them, soaking them, drying them, and then half frying them, taking them out, drying them off, letting them sit, refrying them again, taking them out, letting them sit, throwing them back in for a third fry is a way to get like a really good, perfect French fry. You're triple frying your fries? Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, How because, long does that take? Because you can't put, you can't take one, you can't cut French fries out of a potato and throw them in the deep fryer and and pull it out and expect it to be anything that even remotely resembles a French fry. Do you season it beforehand? What's that? No. Or you just like triple fry them? Yeah. And then you season it after? Yeah. So it's you put them in, right? Yeah. You you, you like one third cook them. You can do half and half. I prefer one third. Uh, cook it for a third of the amount of time. When you take it out, it's going to be a little bit soft, not even remotely dark. There's no coloring, no burning, whatever. They're just going to be floppy. You take them out. You let them cool. You dry them out. You put them back in the deep fryer for another quick fry. Take them out. Put them on a rack. How long let is this cool. process? This is what I'm saying. This is why French so, fries, to get really, really great fries, God. it's a pain in the ass. So it takes you my, less time to eat them than it does to make them. Way less time. Like, way less yeah, time. Yeah, that's why I'll stick to my McCain five minutes. That's, what, that's why. So <laughs> in a pinch, right? In a pinch. And, fr- and freezer fries, you can buy some really good freezer yeah. fries. There's some really good freezer fries out there. Now, let's talk wedges. Okay. I love wedges, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they have a new frozen one now, which is a drive through themed. Like huh? what? They're drive-through frozen fries from McCain, right? Yeah. They're so supposed to taste like you know the what do you call? I call them like car fries, right? The ones you have in the cup holder. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, and then they uh, they also have steakhouse fries. They're yeah. supposed to taste like the steakhouse fries. They have pub fries, which are supposed to taste yeah. like pub fries. I guess there's a difference. But I'll tell you one thing that I will never do when I make a French fry. Never, ever, 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 okay, ever, hold ever, on. ever. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, go. Let me guess. Yep. The one thing, the one thing I will know. not allow is not, I, nothing I, with ketchup. If right? I'm making a French fry, no, we all know my, my stance on ketchup. My one rule for French oh, fries, I got it. I know my one rule I for know French exactly. fries. And tell me if I'm right. Okay. The one thing Roz will never have on his French fry is no, skin. Correct. Really? Yep. I Why? Knew it. I knew no. it. No skin on the French no fries. No skin on French fries. See, I love skin on French fries. No, no skin on French fries. Just bear fries. Bear fries. That's why I love wedges. They're yeah, skin. That's not a French fry, though. I, that's I, a potato. I don't mind. Boy. 
How long ago do we say a wedge is a wedge, a fry is a fry? Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind a little bit of skin on the French fry. Yeah. I don't yeah. mind it at all. Yeah. See, if I'm out, like if I go to like a chip truck or something like that and that's how they do them, I will eat them. But if I'm making fries, yeah. I will never. What kind of salt do you use? Um, like a like nice truffle? Salt? Like a truffle salt? No. God, more enough with the dumb questions. That's not a, a dumb truffle thing. salt? I have that at on home. On French fries? That's what I do. Oh, you're gross. On my wedges. That's not a fry. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a wedge is a wedge is fry. Okay, Natalie asks, what's your most memorable slash favorite hangout spot when you were a teen and why? <gasps> oh, the back hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious why the, why the back hill what went on on the back hill oh so this is like at school or whatever right like all the cool kids went to the back hill okay, okay yeah. and it's where you would sit with a girl in between your legs or something or you'd make out or for me I would just hang out with other kids that were cool they were making out and I just sort of sit there and be like hey what's up <laughs> so hold on here so how many other like how many kids were paired up up there like how many groups of twos were oh, there oh there'd be like uh, like 12 groups of twos. Okay, so 20, 24 kids? kids making out? <laughs> Not all making out. Like some of them were just sitting there. One guy would that's be like drawing. A, that's an orgy. <laughs> so you would just walk into somebody's orgy and be like, hey, what's going on? And one person sitting there drawing <laughs> the whole situation? <laughs> Yo, the back hill man, that's where it's okay, at. Okay, so the, the, okay, it's super weird. So, you, so why would you go there though? Like, did, is that where you're, like, were these your I friends? Had, where else am I going to go? Would they hang out with you or were you? They let me sit there. Okay, but no, no, no. But honestly, like, <laughs> would, you, would, you, would you talk or no? No, no, we would talk. I would sit with the guy that was drawing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was you, okay. <laughs> so, Some people that went to the back hill. So it was you and then the guy that was drawing and then 24 kids all making out. <laughs> or hanging out or cuddling. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, the kid, you'd have the girl in between your legs. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> the cuddle hill. I get. I get Maury looking at me. I can't with you. I'm in my mid 40s. Like, you know, like when a girl's between your legs. You know what I mean? You get that? I have a child, Maury. <laughs> so, what would you do? You would sit there and 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 I eat my lunch. <laughs> you would eat your lunch. Okay. So there's 24 the kids there okay. paired up okay. and they're all making out and you're sitting there eating your lunch and then there's another kid there yeah. drawing the, the, the makeout session? Drawing what was going on, yeah. And he put it in the yearbook. Oh, <laughs> Snitch. <laughs> now, was this hill, was it close to, you liked it and you went there because it was close to where you lived or it was close to where you went no, to school? No, it was school? in the schoolyard. Oh, it was in the schoolyard. Oh, So there's the you. back hill and then okay. the front hill. So the front hill is where like the losers went. Oh, okay. Like I should have been there, okay. but I went to the back hill because I'm like, well, then maybe, you know, like it's that's where all the cool people right. are, right? Now, were you interested in girls at this point or no no i like the guy that was drawing okay but did you know you liked him like no him? i just was like hey this guy's kind of you cool. just enjoyed yeah, his yeah. company exactly. more than, more yeah, than yeah, yeah. like you weren't into was a really good drawer you weren't into pursuing uh pursuing girls did you ever try to hook up on the hill with a girl yeah no no no. i've only no. Had, ever had a crush on one girl yeah in middle school dina right i mm. still have her her uh bus card at home wow that's super <laughs> weird man. you're 43 years old man <laughs> super weird <laughs> Like, come on, bro. It's super weird. Let it go. It's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, guys, you know when you meet girls when you're 12 and you keep all their stuff until you're 40? You know what that's like, right? <laughs> no. That's weird. Wait, you don't have your first crush's bus card? <laughs> no. I don't even remember my first crush. Do you have like a memorable or favorite hangout spot? You can't say the when back you hill. When you were a teen? 
Jeez, man. Yeah, I think uh, my my buddy uh, Evan's basement was really the spot. Um, he, his mom never went down to the basement. She never, ever set foot down in the basement. Why? Never, because that's just where the greasy boys hung out. Oh. Like, her, she would shout down from the top of the stairs, but his mom never came downstairs. Oh, wow. So we, there was never any chance of, like, a mom coming downstairs. What happened so, like, to the basement? I, his older brother had, like, porno down there, <sighs> and we'd watch a lot of videos, and we'd smoke cigarettes. Oh, wow. And, uh, and I remember that is where we made, have, I think I've talked about the bet before, where this is where we made um, the bet. And the bet was during the 1988, um, was it 86? When were the, when were the, when was the Ben Johnson race? Was it 88? 88, yeah. So, okay, Seoul, right? Uh-huh. So it was, we were watching the Olympics and it was the 100 meters, and at the at the line was uh, was Ben Johnson and Carl Lewis, right? Those were the two odds-on favorites, and we made a bet of who was going to win. And I said Ben Johnson, he said Carl Lewis, and the stake was whoever lost had to lie on their back on the ground and let the other guy bare ass fart in his mouth. Ew! Oh God, that's so gross. <laughs> okay. Ew. Okay. So we sit there and we watch the race, uh-huh. and we all know how that race ended. Ben Johnson crushed. So my buddy lies on the ground. I pull my pants down. I I squat over him and I get a good one and I bare ass fart in his mouth. Right. That's so okay. disgusting. What happened within the in, within the next twenty four hours of that race? Well, Ben Johnson, you found out was on roids. <laughs> right. And, and then and Carl the, Lewis was declared the winner. <laughs> Thank you. So then he got to fart in your mouth. No, he never did. He never did? <laughs> never Should we did. we please have him on the show to do it? No, no, never did. Did he try? Never, never well, did. Did he bring it up? Never, never once did I even entertain that conversation. And then I tell you, about a month and a half after that, and before school started, before school started, he moved to Nova Scotia. No! Okay, so my job is to find a yeah. Carl in Nova Scotia. Yeah. First of all, that's not even his name you misheard me so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man uh, my favorite uh like hangout spot as a kid or as yeah. a teen is always going to be the mall it where we uh where i grew up in scarborough it was always scarborough always, town center always always that's where my favorite the mall spot. did you hang out food court food court hell yeah, yeah. everybody hung out in the food so court. i didn't have a mall right that's why we had to fart in each other's mouths in uh, <laughs> in evan's basement <laughs> That's so gross. Every week you'll Hold see on, on Instagram, at Kiss925. Yeah. yeah. I want to go back to that movie question. Okay. The one where if you could change anything in the movie. Right. Yeah. What about Star Wars when he goes, Luke, I am your father. And then Luke's like, hey, that's cool. And then they went and like hung out together and became friends. What if that's how Star Wars went? Like if Luke said, yes, I'll join you on the dark side? Yeah. Well, then they'd go and dominate the galaxy and just like yeah. destroy all the good guys. Yeah. Great, oh, I thought great, it would blow great, your mind. Great movie, Maury. Yeah, at the end. <laughs> <laughs> at Kiss925 on Instagram is where you'll find Ask Razamoka. <laughs> Yo, fill up the comments uh, section with your questions and we'll try our best to answer as many as we can. And wedges are fries. No, they're not. Thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On Kiss92.5. Kiss92.5.com. Or download the Kiss92.5 app.